1: Center Eyes Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. Visit centereyesbrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in their awesome tap room. That's Center Eyes Brewery located in Midtown St. Louis. Let's Go Blues! Let's Go
0: Blues! This is Eddie Garcia from the Fox Sports Radio Network and co-host of the Puck Podcast, and you're listening to Let's Go Blues Radio.
1: He's not going to play for us. There's just something about... That last name is not going to make the NHL. It seems like a name that is not conducive to play in the NHL.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, That'd be most, the most shallow analysis ever. Talking about Tarasenko real quick. There's been talk about a giant chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I think that chip has gotten bigger now. Can his shoulder handle it though? If that's really the question. To finally see that happen was, uh, I mean, that was one of the fantastic
1: moments of, of my life when, when that final buzzer went in Boston and, and when I wanted get, to get down to the ice and I was able to hoist the Stanley Cup uh, when I was standing on the ice. That was a, a very, very special moment. You know, he would say to me after we'd have a, a beer, he'd say, well, Joe,
0: he said, you really embarrassed yourself tonight.
2: that was dan and i said uh okay
0: we'll see what uh what memories uh phil Grubauer has from round four (laughs) (laughs) man i want to punch that guy in the face hey blues fans i like to consider myself a friend of the show this is tfn analyst and former blues netminder jamie mcclennan and here's kurt bill and jeff on let's go blues radio
1: Welcome to Season 10, Episode 9 of Let's Go Blues Radio, where the often imitated, never duplicated, fully vaccinated, not castrated, premeditated, the original St. Louis Blues hockey Podcast. Special thanks to com and centericebrewery.com for proudly sponsoring the show. Please check them out. It's Wednesday, November 10th. We hope everyone uh, uh, is... Uh, I still have the Halloween stuff in here. Had a safe and fun, happy Halloween. I still hope that you had a happy and safe Halloween. Yeah, Uh, we 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 hope that it was
0: so great that you're remembering it very well just two weeks later. Well,
1: I'm sure people still have candy. I still have a ton of stairs. Um, We're broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook. This is Franchise Episode number 327. All the time, I believe. 327? So, 326. 326, 327, 327 all time. Uh, to interact with the show, we're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just do a search for us, you'll find us. Uh, I'm your host, Kurt Price, and uh, my co-host this evening is Jeff Ponder. Bill Day is on assignment, attending to some family matches. So, uh,
0: yeah, hello, Jeff. That's how, that's how people wave, right?
1: Yes, if you're on stage wearing a, you know... Swimsuit or evening wear,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I am under my jersey. <laughs> you don't know. That's the beauty. I don't.
1: I, I do not really want to know either. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Will you be wearing any evening wear during the Ponder Cup, which is what
0: in uh, a little over a week,
1: right? A week and a half.
0: Yes, I'll be proud to tell you who I am wearing if you come to the uh, <laughs> to the Ponder Cup. <laughs> CCM. Uh, See, yes, I mostly CCM. Yes, that is true. A um, little bit of Bauer in there, a little bit of a uh, little bit of alkali actually. I don't know. Have you tried to do the okay. alkali stuff for inline? No. Do you know what alkali is?
1: I have not owned anything alkali.
0: So alkali is actually the creators of Mission who left after Bauer bought them. So it's basically okay. the same stuff as, as Mission, just you know, made by the original creators. So I have oh, I have mission skates. Yeah, there you go. Uh Alkali I, I'm not a big I was never a big mission fan, but I'm actually a big alkali fan, as weird as that is. The uh the skates are great. The uh pants are fantastic. Um and uh I've tried the gloves I never actually played with them and they're fantastic too. Probably good for ice hockey too. Uh but anyway, so uh yeah, Ponder Cup coming up man it's uh it's 10 days right 10 days away now mm, yep next saturday. Week and a half. yep november 20th uh a saturday night folks um we have uh no blues game that night
1: hey yeah sorry sorry jeff but aj in the youtube chat says uh the using the wrong graphic <laughs> my name's under you and and uh uh your name's under me There you go. You didn't change. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, AJ. <laughs>
0: yep. Sorry about that, AJ. Uh, wow. I, that would have been hilarious see, if you had done the whole show that way.
1: See, see, Jeff's running, running the, the back end this week. So this is what you get. Although yeah. your, your audio just cut out too. Did it? You're, you're much quieter. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, that's, that's sad. Uh, hopefully that, uh, I'm going to try and fix it here. Well, anyway, uh, so. Still okay. good? Good. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, the uh, – <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, so, yeah, the Ponder Cup, uh, we are picking teams actually a Thursday uh, next week, so eight days away from tonight. Um, and uh, so we'll see if Kurt Price ends up on Team Ponder. But either way, we've got me, we've got Kurt Price, we've got Austin Lynch, listener of the show, who's mentioned a lot. We like to call him our producer, although he's really not. Um and a lot of other listeners actually are are participating as well. So, including Crappy Goalie, who helps me actually run the whole tournament. So, and it's all to benefit. In case you've not heard, uh, our friend Scott Kincaid, a guy that I've played hockey with, and if you've played any roller hockey at all in St. Louis, I guarantee you know this guy. Um, he's been around the game for as long as I can remember, um, and yeah, he's uh, he's just a, a great dude. And and he recently was diagnosed with leukemia. Uh so all the proceeds are to benefit him, which uh we are you know what's funny is you know, cause originally, cause usually we give the money to Leukemia Lymphoma Society and be the match dot org, which blues fans are all pretty familiar with. Um, because that's that's what almost saved my father's life. But when he was diagnosed, I started having people ask me before it was announced, hey, should we give some of that money to Kincaid and his family? And you know, I'm not trying to like pump myself up here, but I'm like, it's not even a question, you know, like it's a guy we play hockey with. Why would we not like, this is what this tournament's for to help Mm -hmm. people in need. So, of course. So, yes, all the proceeds, 100% are going to Scott Kincaid. So, if you know him, um, he's going through it right now. Real tough battle, but we know he's going to come out on top and uh, I'm really looking forward to being able to get him some, some tape from that game. We might even be able to do some of it live. So, he'll be able to watch from his hospital bed and uh, Barnes-Jewish, so uh, it would be a fun night. Lots of raffle prizes. Uh, go to dropinstl.com for all the information, but uh, always a fun night. Come watch some bad hockey, drink some beer, even drinking beer, eating pizza, eating hot dogs, anything you do, just showing up, that will, uh, that will provide money into the pocket of Scott Kincaid. So uh, please, come out if you can.
1: Uh, looking forward to it. I haven't played in yeah. a couple of years. After playing in the skating? first few, a little bit, a couple times. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out a couple more times. Um, yeah, I, and the skating, I think, will be fine. I'm not worried about skating. It's the hands. I've said this before. The the, the hands yeah. take longer to come back since I haven't played in a while. So,
0: how about endurance? You uh, you've been able to to run and kind of keep yourself up with that?
1: I, t- I told you, I'm gonna I'm gonna be loafing and just coasting out there. So.
0: There you go. That's all you need. <laughs> it's, Welcome it's, to App of the teams. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. I'll I'll pick my spots. I'm gonna pace yeah. myself. Uh, the official beers of episode number three twenty seven. You can follow each of us on the Untapped app. My handle is at cprice Price Twelve. Jeff's says J Ponder ninety four, and Bill's is Billy Blue Note thirty three. Uh, Jeff, uh, we will not. I guess we're gonna. Uh, I guess if you weren't here, uh, we wouldn't ruin the. We would ruin the streak of you going first. So, But Bill's not here, so you're still going first. So we'll keep the streak intact.
0: Perfect. Yes. Um, so, for, well, first of all, we got some uh, – it looks like we got a new live listener over in the Facebook chat. New. Timothy Grant says, Parade Wave, which that is what that was. Okay. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff. very low, now good. So, yes, I guess uh, there was some audio issues there, but yes. glad we got those figured out. Uh, So, hello. Yes, let me give you the the wave again. Hello, Mr. Grant. Thanks for joining us. Uh, So, tonight, I am drinking uh, the Beauty Milkshake from our friends over at Center Ice Brewery. Um, I always say the Beauty is the best IPA in St. Louis. What?
1: I was going to say, that's the first you've had on the show? First. Milkshake?
0: uh, I I think I had it on the show a couple weeks ago. Did you? Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. the milkshake's good. I like it, but honestly, I prefer the the original, uh, the Beauty, which I did uh, actually confirm that um, that is one of the ones that's going to be shipped across Missouri. So for those of you in Kansas City that were asking, I think it was last week, um, yeah, it, you will be able to buy the Beauty out there as, uh, as soon as it starts getting distributed across the state. So that's exciting.
1: Ken, uh, Ken Morris in the YouTube chat says uh, he asked if it was in line or ice, and I said in line, and he said he's never played in line. He played ice hockey until he was fifty-two. Haven't skated. In, he hasn't skated in fifteen years. He misses it. So I, I'm not sure where you're located, Ken, but you should come on by uh queenie Park on Saturday is and just.
0: He the one in Saskatchewan? Oh, maybe he is. He might be.
1: <laughs> he might but, not be in the area. Hey, then. still
0: come out? Why not? Yeah.
1: Hey, one. Yeah.
0: And if we do get a, tell you what, seriously, if I do get a a live stream, I'll be able to post it on Twitter and Facebook. So I know you follow me, Ken. So if you really are interested in watching some bad hockey, uh, you might be able to. Beauty of technology, a shitty men's league tournament, and you might be able to watch it. It's in St. Louis from Canada. How about that? Hmm.
1: Uh Oh, and uh, my beer of uh, the sh- big shoe is uh, the O'Fallon Naughty Pretzel beer. Uh, I, I, I don't know how ma- how popular this beer is or how many people like it, but I really, really like it. It's if you like soft pretzels, who doesn't, right? Uh, soft pretzels and beer go good together, and it has got a soft pretzel, uh, taste to it, like a like a like a. Uh, What's the word after the beer you at uh, the uh the follow up the aftertaste the, aftertaste uh, Is it aftertaste the uh chase I don't know what yeah what's the it's yeah, not the official term eh,
0: nah, I call it like aftertaste that. you act like aftertaste is only associated with IPAs I associate aftertaste I, with everything
1: I, I I I for some reason I have a negative connotation with aftertaste If I'm like being if I'm like a beer aficionado magazine right if there's such a thing uh or beer advocate <laughs> I'm sure there is uh, I, I, there's a there's a term for, for um notes. I guess notes of pretzels. That's what I'm looking for, I think. Notes. Yeah.
0: Notes. Uh Ken Morris, by the way, says Halifax, Nova Scotia. I'm so sorry Your to dicks. offend you and say Saskatchewan. How dare I? <laughs> Nobody likes those Saskatchewan dicks. <clears throat> um but also I'll add real quick, uh former friend of the show, I guess we could just call him a friend of the show, uh Art Lippo last night apparently saw me at my ice hockey game um it's funny because I saw him too it was one of those things where I looked over he had just come off the ice there was a bunch of kids practicing and he was one of the coaches and I looked over and I saw him and I was like I think that's Art Lippo but I don't know for sure and so I didn't say anything well then he messages me today and says yeah I saw you up there I didn't want to bug you while you were talking to your teammates and I was like Dude, it's never a fucking bother. It's not like I'm in the zone. Like, oh, I can only focus on the game before. I... I'm not an NHL player, man. So yeah, same with any of you. I know I've had that happen before many times where people are like, "Hey, I saw you at you know Madison Triplex," and I didn't want to say anything because I thought it'd be weird. It's not. Come say hi. It's weird to what? not say anything.
1: Was he? Was he? Uppity, sarcastically talking to his uh, to his uh, players. <laughs> I'm sure he Kinda was. Like his persona, I didn't catch it. <laughs> like his persona on, on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he was calling them all a bunch of, um, oh, what's the word he uses all the time? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. But, yeah, I'm sure he was calling them all names like he does on social media.
1: Uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the STL Blues History Twitter account, uh, November 10th. 1998. Pierre Turgeon recorded a hat trick. Pavel Dimitra had two goals and three assists in the St. Louis Blues' five to two win versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Dimitra with a five point game. And I guess I should have said Turgeon's like Turgeon's name like Ken Wilson.
0: Pierre Turgeon. Turgeon. Yeah, I. It's funny you mentioned Pierre Turgeon last night. My ice hockey game. There was a guy wanting to switch to center, and I said, "Hey, if you're going to play, go from wing to center." You got to watch some Pierre Turgeon tapes so you can get the faceoffs down. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy, man. I mean, I, I, somebody's—is yeah, yeah. is it Strickland? There's a couple of people who've said on social media constantly, "How is he not in the Hall of Fame? How is he not in the Hall of Fame?" I mean, dude, yeah, he dude had a great career, not be. just in St. Louis.
1: He should be. Yeah. Um, we one of the best centers of his era. So I mean, yeah. Um. Over a long kinda, time, too. Kind of
0: reminds me of a, and again, Bernie Federico's on his own plane, but in terms of Blues lore, kind of reminds me of Bernie Federico. Because Bernie was always overshadowed. Because of, it was the Gretzky, Lemieux, even Dion era. Yep. And same with Turjan. He played in the, the Lindros, Sakic, Forsberg era. And it was just, you, you're, you're, you're not going to get the credibility when you're playing in you St. Louis up. against guys like that.
1: His numbers? Thirteen hundred and twenty-seven yeah. points. Over, he had five hundred and fifteen goals. Twelve hundred ninety-four games. He's over a point per game player for his career, entire career. Um, he was awesome. I don't, I don't get it. I and mean, he's a plus one hundred thirty-nine. Um, yeah, I, he, he's a fantastic. I mean, he had a what one, two, 240 two forty-goal seasons, a fifty-eight-goal season, Um bunch of twenties and thirties.
0: Remembered best as a yeah. Colorado Avalanche.
1: <laughs> his last <laughs> two years of his career uh, started in Buffalo then in New York where the was it Mark Hunter the incident with uh, yeah, Mark Hunter, Mark Hunter. Yep. playoffs Pierre Turgeon scores an overtime goal playoffs and Mark Hunter checks him into the into the boards like four or five seconds after he scores and uh messes up his shoulder and he's gone for the playoffs and that was that was a mess and and you're low again Jeff no audio Uh, November tenth, two thousand and nine, David Perron recorded his first career hat trick in the St. Louis Blues six one win over the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, November tenth, two thousand and two, Steve Durbano, two-time member of the St. Louis Blues, passed away from liver cancer. Today's date, two thousand two. Um, Steve Durbano is a guy that I think, uh, if he were alive today, would be a fantastic podcast uh, guest host guest on a show. I've heard so much stuff about him being insane and cr- crazy on the ice. Just a, a like a goon's goon.
0: Yeah, that could be fun. I'll I'll make a call to heaven. That's a bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is bad.
1: Uh, November tenth, nineteen seventy three. Wayne Stevenson recorded his uh, second career shutout in the St. Louis Blues five nothing win versus the Montreal Canadiens, extending their club record at the time. Of five straight road games without a loss, uh, Bob Kelly and Glenn Sadowski scored the two goals. Uh, each scored two goals each for the Blues. This was the first uh, St. Louis Blues became the first expansion team to win 200 games in this game. And then uh, this is the first time Montreal had been shut out in 185 games, which is the second longest streak in NHL history. 185 games. That's crazy. That is over over two seasons worth of games, no shutouts.
0: Yeah, that's like, that what, was, two and a half seasons? That's back
1: two and a chunk, two and a handful. That's like crazy. 160, uh, yeah, a third, a fourth. Yeah, that was back in their heyday, though. I mean, the 70s. Sheesh. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep.
1: You just couldn't beat Montreal. No. Um, November 10th, 1989, Brian Benning was traded by the St. Louis Blues. This is a good story. Traded by the St. Louis Blues to the LA Kings. Less than an hour later, he was signing autographs at a St. Louis Walgreens be- before anybody knew of the trade. So he – and there's an article clip here that, that STL Blues History shared. And part of this says, uh, Benning made no mention of the Los Angeles Kings during the autograph session and didn't let on that he was no longer a member of the St. Louis Blues. He didn't want to spoil a good time for the children and their parents who vied for his attention. I was like, that's cool. I mean – What a good dude. Good. I mean – Nowadays, I can totally see where if someone's traded, the autograph session's canceled and the, you know, he's whisked away to his new city. Yep. But, uh, that, that was, I instantly like Benning a little more now just because, uh, you know, he was being a nice human.
0: Well, same thing with, uh, Yarrow Halak. And in the social media age, he was, it was, I mean, it was well after he was traded to the Blues. He still did an autograph session in Montreal before the season. And I remember just being like, damn, that is, that's an awesome dude. And I was like, I'm, mm-hmm. I was so excited to get him on the Blues because I'm like, what a great guy that is.
1: November 10th, 1991, 30 years ago today, Brett Hall was named NHL Player of the Week after scoring eight goals the previous week. It was in four games, so had two goals versus Philly, two versus Detroit, three versus Hartford. And one versus uh, Detroit in those four games. The uh, I abbreviated the the cities, and it had been a long time since I had seen Hartford. Abbreviated for like NHL, I'm like, is it HFD, HTD, H? <laughs> what is it? Yep. Uh, so that was that's, a, that, that's that's sad that no that Hartford is no longer. Every once in a while, uh like,
0: bring back Loved the whale. Loved their color scheme. Big fan. Yeah. Bring back the whale. Yep, I'd love to see the whale. Oh, they got the what, uh, the, isn't it the Connecticut Whale in uh, the PHF now, the the women's team? Is so, it I did, I did not mean. Yeah, that. I think they have the same color scheme, just different logo, different jersey style, but still pretty cool.
1: Uh we got a few comments in the uh chat and we'll also talk about the uh the Blues and their uh Win versus Winnipeg last night, uh Tuesday night after this uh word from ID Life.
0: It's safe to say that the Burn Box from RockinThatIDLife.com provides you with the sugar bustingest, muscle buildingest, mood enhancingest, focus inducingest, energy boostingest experience. You not only get the excellent product, but you get recipes, menu options, a tracker, and program guide to assist you along your self betterment journey. Based on your goals, you can double up on Slim Plus or Energy, or you can get one of each with flavors such as mixed berry, tropical fruit, and orange. The Burn Box lets you enjoy the weight loss or muscle gain journey along the way. Become a VIP with RockinThatIDLife.com and place your burn box on subscription and you'll save 20%. And as always, text
2: The roughest, toughest, he-man, stuffest hombre has ever crossed the Rio Grande. And
0: our friend Dustin at 636-393-8745 and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order.
2: Now all of you skunks, clear out of here.
0: And go over to rockinthatidlife.com. Well, everybody, we are back. Uh, Kurt, you can you can hear me, correct? I can. Good. We can hear you, too. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, we've uh, we got a little graphic up on the screen here for those of you who are uh, watching the the YouTube video or the Facebook video. Um, and I'll tell you on the podcast what it says. So from our friend Dustin over at rockinthatidlife.com. This week, our DNA kit is twenty percent off. You still get one uh, one hundred dollar coupon towards nutrition, and you get a free bag of strawberry slim or a bag of new energy pina colada. Um, so it's uh, so again the the graphic on the screen here: twenty dollars off ID Life DNA. It includes a free pina colada energy bulk bag or a free strawberry watermelon slim and jar. This is uh, the Black Friday deal right now this week. Uh, offer ends eleven fourteen at uh, midnight PST, so that's actually two a.m. Central Daylight Time. But um, but yeah, nice deal here. Uh twenty dollars off if anybody's interested. And uh, we thank Dustin for um, for giving us the info here so we can let you all know about it.
1: You a fan of the uh, the. Pina colada coconut uh, flavored uh, items there, Jeff. Drinks and stuff.
0: Uh, actually, I don't think I've ever had any from Rockin' That ID Life yet.
1: I'm just talking Have in you? general, like a, like a pina colada drink itself. I so there's
0: I like I like coconut. What's what's the? Uh, I think it's called like boat boat life or something. It's it's like a it's something you can get like at the Target. Um, it's like a smoothie. There's <laughs> a the pina target. colada flavor at the Target. Yeah, that's such an old man comment there. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like a it's called like Boathouse, I think, and they have a Pina Colada flavor, and it's phenomenal. So I would imagine I would love that flavor.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you like coconut, if you like coconuts, uh, it's essentially what it is. Which yeah. is, I, I I do, I enjoy it quite a bit, especially the toasted coconut Mm-mm, mm-hmm. on a donut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, some comments in YouTube chat uh, before we get into the uh, blues talk. Uh, Ken Morris uh, says uh, Steve Rubano was a wild man. Had a few run-ins with the police, including a police woman. Whoa! Uh, I thought I thought there would be more to that that comment than you know, something about the police woman. Like, oh, what was so special about the run-in with the police woman? Uh, only uh, only player more notorious was Link Gets, a- aka yep. the Missing Link.
2: Yeah,
0: that guy was something.
1: And uh, Matt Mlow twelve says uh, three goals against the Detroit team in a week for Hall is impressive even for Hull, which yeah that was right when they were getting really good detroit so
2: god i hated that team. Oh. i hated
1: that team so so much
0: yeah i did too we are uh we are getting spammed in the facebook chat by the way
1: Our, by my bye.
0: wife by my wife oh. i guess she's listening to music she says tell it to my heart you're simply the best better than all the rest <laughs> I'm stuck on your heart. I hang on every word you say. Oh, tear us apart, baby! I would rather be dead. Oh, so if you need thank to, like you
1: for that, if you need to like take a 15 minute break to go, no, no, take care
0: of business. Oh, yeah, no, okay. no, okay. No, right. no, 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 How much <laughs> do you need three or four minutes? No, no. I don't, come on, man! You're giving me way too much credit here. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> I thought you were you know building up endurance for the for the tournament. You might have some. Anyway, Not that, that kind was, of endurance. Going, going, going down a path, I just—if <laughs> I go much farther, we, we're never getting back.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I gotta love you, baby. Oh, I love you too. Thank you for wow. this. Might be the first time she's ever listened to the show, so this is uh, interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Anyway, on that note, uh, we'll talk about the uh, the Blues three to two shootout win versus Winnipeg on Tuesday night, last night. Uh, This was, you know, uh, a big early season matchup between Winnipeg and St. Louis, uh, who figured to be battling for one of the higher spots in the division uh, most of the season, and uh, this game was that. Uh, The Blues entered the night in second place in the Central, one point out of Winnipeg, and one point behind Minnesota, who was uh, sitting in first place. Uh, Yeah, this game, for the most part, kind of was a lot like the game versus Anaheim, where the Blues scored first um and then winnipeg kind of took it to the blues later um and the blues blew the lead later and then had to try and come back but they couldn't against anaheim and they did against winnipeg so that was a nice change of pace and but i think that comment was made on social media too where uh gosh this looks like the anaheim game you know they're not playing well and, yeah uh, they scored first though but then they lost the lead
0: yeah and and the it's it's funny because you say that 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 in the Anaheim game, it was, okay, there's no signs of life. They're just going to lose. But with the Winnipeg game, same playing style. You're seeing the same kind of stuff from the team, but you're saying, eh, eh, maybe, maybe Bennington will put something together here. Maybe the defense will step up in the third. And it was just, it's so weird just because of the score, how the game just felt so different for blues fans. (laughs)
1: Bushnevich ended up scoring first on the power play, good old power play, which has been a strength for the Blues this season, uh, with about two minutes to go in the first. Uh, and I said this on Twitter not a good goal by a hell of a no, to give up. No. A five hole from the, the faceoff dot at a bad angle. Um, and this was on the power play, but after the Blues hadn't gotten Jack Squat done on what, a minute and a half of this power
0: play? I so far? literally, like, probably 10 seconds before this goal scored, I had. I had turned to my wife and I said, Oh my God, this power play is atrocious. Is this the 2019 playoff team here? I mean, it, yeah. it looked awful. So yeah, being able to get a goal out of that, we'll take it.
1: Yeah. And, and that to me can be like a, a rather deflating thing for Winnipeg. Could have been where the, the PK is playing great, not giving the blues an inch or anything. And then all of a sudden he goes up a softy when the blues, uh, enter the zone for like probably the first time in the power play. Um, and then the Jets scored, uh, midway through the second to tie it. Uh, Neil Pionk avoids Kyra at the point, which I hated this play by Kyra. I thought this was a, a soft, lazy, uh, typical forward in the defensive zone play. Right. Uh, I thought it I I mean, I love Kyra, but come on, dude. Um, not a good defensive play. Uh, Pionk peels right off him and has all kinds of room at the point. Lets a shot go that grazes off Scandella's junk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. And, and, uh, yeah, and and uh, and by Bennington. So that it was a shame too because the puck was going I, wide.
0: I'm a yes, it was, and, and I'll admit I'm I'm a huge fan of the Spinorama. So I I did like yeah. the move I, from I It was a
1: good move, but, but
0: yeah, it's no. it was a lazy defensive play. It was it was him stepping up, which you want your forwards to do, mm-hmm. but he stepped up a little too much, a little too gave him a little too much room to skate across him. And it just—I guess—it caught him off guard, caught him by surprise. I don't know, but he gave him plenty of room once he pulled that spinnerama to just skate right in and take a he, shot.
1: Well, he left him room to the wrong side. If you're gonna, if you're gonna allow a guy to peel off you, uh, let him Do peel off the towards the boards. Yeah, yeah. Don't let him peel towards the middle of the ice. You don't want that puck there. You want the puck on the boards, if anything. And uh, that was just, yeah, he he cut to him on the wrong side, I guess, and and then he's. Puts it on net and stuff happens and it goes in. So, um, and this is this second period. The blue the Jets really took it to the Blues, outshooting them seventeen to five. You know, luckily Winnipeg only got the the one goal. Uh, Benton was very 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 good in this game. Yeah. Uh, and Winnipeg continued the onslaught of shots uh, with seventeen more in the third period. Um, and Connor scored from in close about six minutes into the third. But before we get into that 3-1. goal.
0: A couple yeah. of the saves that Biddington made. First of all, the first shot of the game, that one that was uh, slid in front. I think it was Shifley, ended up getting it, and then he ended up making a just kind of tip of the glove save, and then caught it. Uh, that was beautiful. He made another save later, where the puck uh, it was he was scrambling across the crease, and the puck came in, and I think it caught him in the glove, and then it bounced straight up in the air, and he was on the ground, and he reached yeah. up and grabbed it. I mean, he was. He was on his game, and and I know there were some people, and, and even one of the reporters, which I'm sure Kurt'll mention later, uh, that was asking, <laughs> was going to, but if going this to. was right. the best game that Bennington's had, no, it ever? wasn't. No, ever, not not ever. No, this season that was season, asked.
1: That was, at, that was asked in the press conference. If was this his best Bennington's best game ever? I'm like, what? No, I not mean, even. He close. was really really good. It was a great game.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I'll not. even say in terms of regular season. No, uh, first of all, 2019, right. some of those wins he had. But last year, who remembers that Vegas game when he made like 50 saves and the Blues won? That yeah. was ridiculous. I mean, so also, no, it wasn't. But a great, great fucking game from Binnington, oh, really yeah. inserting himself as an, as an elite goaltender. And I know we're going to get into this a little bit, but really putting himself... As the favorite for the Canadian goalie in the Olympics, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind at this point that he's he's the lead.
1: I I think and and just to to kind of back up the the point that that just to pump the brakes on the people that may have suggested that is this his best game ever, <laughs> which makes no sense to me. But um, the the second goal that Winnipeg scored, I I mean, I, it was not even mentioned on the air. Not that I heard. About, I mean, he had a great game. He had a fantastic game, but I thought this goal he looked he looked awful on. I thought he he's he's he he's trying to wait. Connor waits him out and ends up getting Bennington to f- basically fall on his face and then shoot it over him. And nobody ran into Bennington. Nobody bumped him. I think he wanted uh, the Blues to kind of maybe review it for goal interference. But I'm looking at the replay. I'm like, okay. If someone did touch him, it didn't cause you to fall down, whatever. But the, he's trying to outweight Connor and he falls forward and he just, and Connor has the entire net to shoot at. And I'm like, what are you doing? I, and I thought at first when I saw it happen live, I'm like, okay, he got bumped and I got knocked down. And the replay happens. I'm like, no, he just kind of was leaning forward and he waited, waited, waited and I'm going and on his face. And I'm like, ah, God, that was, that didn't look very good. So, I mean, that's. Uh, uh, no, I, I will. That's...
0: I will slightly argue that fact okay. and say and I and I would love to get Bill's take on this actually. Dan. Let's but have a
1: debate. Go ahead.
0: That that dickhead should be here to to be the 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 arbiter. He's the goalie guy. He's the goalie yeah. guy. Uh no, I'll say and, and I will say that yeah, Bennington did not look the best on this goal. Sorry, I'm saying this as I'm trying to pour a beer. Um but yeah, I my issue is that Connor had all the time in the world on that play. He did. He had so much time, and I mean, it was one of those things where the minute it ended up on his stick, I said out loud, "I'm like, there's a goal," uh, because Connor, one first of all, is one of the best snipers in the league, and you see a play like this where a guy maybe just whips it at the net, and you know, yeah, Bennington will be in position hopefully and make a really nice save, but he waited him out because he knows that no one's gonna touch me. I just have to hope. That Bennington does fall on his face and make and and you know and that way I've got the whole top of the net. At some point, you have to expect your defenseman to to skate over, knock him on his ass, poke the puck away from him, make it difficult for him. And I feel like there was no Blues defenseman making that a difficult play for Connor, and it just left Bennington out to high high and dry. And there's nothing he could have done on that play.
1: Well, Rosen Rosen was was there, and instead of attacking. Connor, he's standing upright at the top of the crease, with his arm out and his leg out, yeah, block a shot that's not coming right away, and he yeah. looks bad. Yeah. He looks bad on that play. Um, and I know, I'm pretty sure I know what Bennington was thinking. He's thinking, okay, Connor's going to grab this and try and whip it to the net. I'll kind of, I'll kind of slide out a little bit and kind of uh, uh, play big, and then kind of lunge forward. And I think he was doing that, and Connor has held it. And Benito was like, "Oh shoot!" and leaned forward, and then he was he fell on his face. But so I think I, nine
0: nine out of ten times, that's the right play for a goalie because your defenseman no. should be getting over to make the play. I,
1: I nine out of ten. I'm going to say it's never a good play to be on your face.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, but I'm saying way. the the making himself big and coming down well, and taking away the angle and right, and hoping either he's going to shoot it into my face or my belly. Or my defenseman's going to come over and make a good play, and neither of those things happened.
1: Right, but he—I mean—he didn't make himself big. He made himself very small in the end.
0: Well, at the end, yes, but I think he yeah. thought he was going to shoot it before they. I—I I think Biddy so, thought sure. there's no way he's going to have this much time, and he did.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I he mean, that's, that's the thing. No, no, he shouldn't have. He should. I mean, but I mean, he was in a soft area, and Rose. And this this goal is Rosen looks bad too on the replay. If you, if you, watch yes. it. I mean, he looks, he looks bad. He's just standing there like, like he was just standing there against Anaheim. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was Anaheim where he just, yeah. he didn't, he just watched the shot go by him and he, he allowed the deflection an easy deflection for an NHL uh, to go by Bennington. Yeah, so that was, I that agree. was bad. I, that was a terrible it, Rosen's not, I mean, it's a shame that Rosen's up here when he really shouldn't be because of cap issues. Yeah,
0: I agree. I, and I, but I do think Rosen's been okay he hasn't been noticeably bad like Chris Butler was at the end of his career. But uh, well, I say noticeably bad, but he was noticeably bad on this <laughs> goal. Friend of the show, but Chris <laughs> Butler. Is, he's not a friend of the show, is he?
1: He's not. No, he was. Okay. Never mind. We never enemy had of the Chris show.
0: Butler on. Enemy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyone right. who's never been on the show is an enemy of the show. <laughs> if you don't want to be an enemy, come on the come show. Come on the show. Yeah, right. Um, no, I, I, no, we've never had Chris Butler on. Um, okay. But no, right. I... I, uh, we got so many, so many names. Let's just... so many, so many. Hey, Kurt, give give yourself one of these right here.
1: I, well, you got mo- you got like ninety nine percent of it. Okay, yeah, but yeah, but they come awesome. on because your insight
0: is so good, not mine. Well,
1: obviously, but I'm saying yeah. that you got the contacts. So I mean, I, I've gotten oh. a few,
0: but that's you know,
1: I that's I the reason produce. I'm here is because I talk I get... to the right people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got I got the pretty ones.
1: I got Angela on. I got uh, um. Erica, Uh, uh, Erica, on, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those, those, those are the two
0: that I (laughs) and uh, uh, the the artist. Um, He's oh yeah, Uh, Walton. Yeah, Uh, uh, Stephen Walden. Stephen Walden. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's a pretty guy, Uh, but no, I uh, he is very pretty. (laughs) Yes, but no, uh, Rosen. I think he's been okay. I mean, as a sixth, seventh defenseman who really has no business being in the NHL with the depth well, the blues have in the AHL. He's been okay. But yeah, I mean, at this point I think it's like, he, okay, let's get Krug back. Let's get our cap situation figured out so we can get Perunovic up here and see what he has to bring. He's,
1: he's on, he's on pace for, I mean, if you're looking bad for one goal a game and your defenseman, oof, that's not a good pace to be on.
0: I agree. But,
1: Granted, granted, just it's two games, but still,
0: yeah, small sample size.
1: Yes, very small. Kairu uh, uh, did tie the game for the Blues with about eight minutes to go on a great setup by Bucinavich. Um Little inside-out move on the defender on the left wing uh, in the offensive zone. Throws the puck in the slot to Kairou, who puts it by Hellebuck. Uh, helibuck. got a second point of the night on this play. Really could have been one of the three stars in this game. I mean, but he was not.
0: Yeah, well, the three uh, stars should have been Jordan Binnington, Jordan Binnington, and Jordan Binnington.
1: True, true, very much so. <laughs> uh, the Blues and okay, so the Blues were handily out outshot second, and third period. Uh, the Blues got some chances; they were opportunistic with uh, with with, with uh, their chance in the, in the third. Uh, got it to overtime uh, in a game they really had no business going to overtime on. They didn't no. look good in this game. Um, but, and oddly enough, the blues flat out owned overtime. <laughs> yeah. They outshot the, the, uh, jets 10 to one. Yep. Uh, and owned. I don't, I can't remember the jets having the puck for more than 20 seconds.
0: No, uh, no, they, they came in and they had a, a, a break in cause I think they won the opening face off and they got one shot. They got their one shot on goal pretty quick. And then after that, it was all blues. Um, yeah. I was blues- actually watching the jets feed. And they even said that with about 30 seconds left in overtime. They're like, wow, the Jets have one shot, and it was in the first 10 seconds of overtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. The Blues just – they did not give the Jets the puck. Mm. And if and, and the Jets did get a stick on the puck, the Blues knocked it away and got it right back. It was um, relentless. And the Blues yeah. took their time, too. If they didn't see what was set up, if, if something wasn't comfortable in the offensive zone, they peel it back to center and reset get a guy a change or two, and then come back in again. Oh, I, I just um,
0: love, I love when, because you see times where, um, well, actually in this game, uh, particularly uh, uh, Colton Pareko, uh there was a couple times in OT where he just got the puck and just kind of whipped it at the net because it was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's looking for an offensive zone faceoff. But it's like, dude, in overtime, you don't have to do that. Just right. curl back and keep possession. And I think he did it twice.
1: And that's, that's what, uh, was it Panger? No, no, uh, Rivers. Uh, Rivers was on the color, right? In and that, in that, in I, in this game.
0: I didn't watch the Blues feed, but okay. 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 So yeah, he said River, that? I think Rivers
1: said this. So he, they threw it on net. either him or Kelly. <clears throat> and I said, uh, yeah. And, uh, and the Blues, uh, get it, get that all important offense, zone own face off. I'm like, now you want possession. Yeah. I'd rather have possession of the puck in overtime than a 50 50 draw, you know?
0: Yeah, three so, on three. Just yeah, yeah, you don't need a fifty-fifty draw. You just curl back and let your guys make a change and, and come back you, at them.
1: If you have a face-off in three on three overtime and you lose it, you might not get it back for two minutes.
0: Yeah, you might not get it back for the whole <laughs> overtime. You don't know. Yeah,
1: that's what happened. To the Jets.
0: Yeah, so I so, uh, I uh, I loved I love the way they played this overtime. Like I said, with the exception of Breako, but then Breako also had that great chance towards the end of overtime. Yes. That that sweet. Curl in move that we saw him make against uh, Colorado was that two years ago? Yeah. Um, saw we saw him make that move again. I, I, when he did that, I'm like, this is it, right here, this is it, and it just barely, but great overtime by the Blues, really dominated oh,
1: fun. And it was a really nice change of pace. Oh, okay, they are capable of mm-hmm. playing good hockey in this game, it just takes three on three, I guess, right now. Yeah. So I mean, it was a I couldn't believe the overtime the way it was going after where the game went because the game was awful. The the Blues played they let's they played a shitty game. just to be honest, uh, for the most part, um, and it's a wonder it went to overtime, but uh, all because of Bennington. But goaltending like we talked about, Bennington, very good in this in this game, very good in the shootout. Um, it took extras in the shootout. O'Reilly scores, uh, and the only goal on his signature move. Basically, you see him do it all the time. Uh, and what a forehand. move that is oh my god it's I it, how it's,
0: stupid is that i mean
2: it's so i just don't
0: i don't get how you could go to your backhand so quickly and then bar down it that close so into quickly. the net. how can you fucking do that
1: the the forehand to backhand to roof under the bar that was just like lightning fast you blink you miss it and I'm like, okay, it's one thing to pull it back on your back end real fast, but then to get it up and under the bar equally as fast—holy shit, unbelievable! I mean, it it, it, that's—I mean, that's why he practices that thing hundred times a, a practice.
0: I was—I so. was actually so. Let me ask you what your thoughts were. So after the the first, okay, before I do that, I want to bitch for a second about Baruby's selections. I've said this on Twitter for probably two or three years now. I hate Vladimir Tarasenko in the shootout. He is not a shootout guy. He does the same move, and it never works. It hasn't worked his, in five years.
1: His last two moves have been kind of, kind of. They looked
0: bad. The, they, the last he's two. He's trying to go good. five hole, which is fine, but it's not there, and he forces it. Uh, and I just, I don't like it. It's a, it's a bad move. It doesn't work anymore. Like I said, when he first came in the NHL, that was his shootout go-to, and he scored a lot of goals. But it's not working anymore. I don't know if it's. Because they have tape on him, they know that's what he's gonna do or if it's just a um uh it's it's his speed's not what it used to be I don't know what it is, but either way it's not working and he keeps going back to it so let's take him out of the shootout rotation please like you see what O'Reilly can do and and so th- that brings me to my point after Tarasenko missed and then Bennington makes the save on uh whoever the third shooter was um who did you think was coming up? Did you think it was going to be O'Reilly? Yeah, it better
1: have been. Yeah. Part of I'm me,
0: wondering. part of me was like, "There's no game tape on the guy in the shootout. Let's see Jake Neighbors." Like um, I was like, he, he hadn't in his, played but
1: six minutes in, in his final.
0: Party. Exactly. That's my point. He was fresh. total the game get up get him out there he played what like one shift in the third period too i think one shift in the
1: third and he played six minutes total yeah yeah so he could have been cold though he didn't, play, he didn't play part of me time.
0: was like i would love to see it let's see what this mm-hmm. kid's got but i I'd, I'd, I'd be literally
1: uh sending a guy out there who hadn't played much at all
0: i agree but it's to a certain extent, but I was like, it would be really cool to, to have this great story of Jake neighbors scores this big goal. And then they got to make this decision of, okay, <laughs> I, we I might think. need to send him down.
1: I'm <laughs> trying. have been pissed. It's like, yeah. You put that fucker out there and he scores. And I got to send him down. Thanks a lot.
0: Bruby. you're fired. Uh, Where's Mike Schilt.
1: You know, I, I if you're going to, if you're going to put somebody out there, that there's no book on, um, you rarely see Thomas in the shootout. I mean, you can put him out there.
0: Yeah. I think That'd he'd be, be fantastic in the shootout. But no, um, I think O'Reilly, O'Reilly should be your third shooter. I, I don't he, oh, get yeah, why I, why Tarasenko is ahead of O'Reilly in these shootouts.
2: Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: O'Reilly's got much more, much more moves one on one than Tarasenko has. Tarasenko, I, I'm not taking it away from him. Breakaways, penalty shots. Yeah, but still, the guy's a sniper. He's going to score goals when he gets a chance. But in terms of a shootout, one on one, you can take your time. You can come in with speed. I much prefer Ryan O'Reilly.
1: I don't know why Terrence Engel just doesn't snipe it. Just uh, just go bar down, skate go, in uh, and shoot. I, yeah, I mean, like in the Sharks against the Sharks in the playoffs uh, in in nineteen, when he uh, yep. had that uh, penalty shot, he just smoked. I, I just that that's that's his that's his shot. I mean,
0: find your spot and just fucking rip it.
1: Yeah. Um, goaltending was great in this game, which goes without saying, really, um, blues win three to two, uh, in a game, they really had no business
0: winning, which, and how about, uh, how about the bounce back from Biddington, uh, after his last shootout, the last shootout, hmm. he looked awful. He, it was just, what is this guy doing? You know, he had a great game against LA, but it was in the shootout. I mean, literally he didn't touch the puck. He, the only one that didn't go in hit both posts from Kopitar. And so it was just, what is up with this guy? What happened? Yeah. And then he comes out in this shootout and looks phenomenal. So that's that's the kind of bounce back you want to see from your goaltender.
1: Derek in the YouTube chat says, we had no business winning that game. Very true. Um, uh, he also says, uh, though we made up for our shot deficit in the OT. True. Uh, we still got outshot handily uh what 34 we had 34 or 5 shots something like that to, they had 41 something it was it was much worse than that before overtime um benning uh matt Malo says uh benner had a good game though uh he also said the Pyong shot benner couldn't see at all and like you said yeah. off the junk <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think he saw it either um I see Derek says the Stanley Cup game 7 is possibly his best game ever. Hard to argue that, especially the I, stage
0: you're on. My god. I think we even said at the time. Um uh, oh my. Sorry, just got a message from Bill. Yeah. Um having some dog issues unfortunately. Um yeah. But uh but I I said at the time uh when that when, after that game. I I well actually Kurt you might have said it we're never going to see a game like that again from a blues goaltender. I mean, just, I can't, I mean, at the stage game seven in, I mean, on the road, I mean, we're never going to see a performance it, like that again in our lifetimes.
1: In a game where he has to play that way because the blues were getting outplayed. Yeah. He had to be there. If he wasn't, we get, we lose game seven in a walk. I mean, if he's on his game, for the first two periods. And then that big save in the third when we're up by two. I just, I mean, Oh, a lot of people will say that, that the big, the, the, his V save, right. In blue's history, is has mm-hmm. been since pad save. If he doesn't make that save the Bruins, it's two to one. And everybody that knows the Bruins that season, they'll tell you that the Bruins fed off of, uh, that energy. And if they had scored, uh, Game seven, and they said they were tying that game. They said if, oh, if yeah. they had scored, if they had scored that goal to make it two to one, there was not a doubt in their mind that they were going to win that game. So, I mean, and that that's the way that team was. So, if that, I mean, that's there's a chance that could have happened. And yeah, so, I mean, unbelievable. I, I, and so, I, the 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 the, the uh, planets aligning like that for that kind of thing to happen again, I don't know. That was one of the greatest performances in playoff history for a goalie in a. In a oh, for sure. In a, my God, in a game seven, and Ooh. a
0: rookie. Yeah, a rookie who oh, not even a who, full season rookie. He didn't play yeah. until January.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: What well, didn't didn't play enough games to qualify for the Calder? If you you know, I, I mean, he did, but people said they were He was not going to win because of his lack of games played.
0: Which is. Very possibly what happened.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think if he had played longer, maybe got another ten, twelve starts in, maybe he maybe he gets enough. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. I mean the dude won the yeah. cup. I mean I know you don't fact that in with voting, but still. I mean, well he was where the best he took the
0: able. blues from the basement to what uh where they come in as the fifth seed, fourth seed. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. I I always draw back to things that, that, that people don't remember from that season was That last day before the, oh boy, uh, I think it was before the Avalanche and Wild, I could be wrong on that, played, maybe it was the Jets. Um, The Blues actually won that game against Vancouver, and they were in first place, which is worse to first. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That should never have happened.
1: It's a, it's a, it's 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 a, We said, everybody says this, it's, it. you can't write that because if you do, it's like, Oh, come on. That's, that's Disney fluff. You know, that's unbelievable. Just goofy, whatever story sports stories, but it fucking happened.
0: And that's why we said, or I don't know if all of us said, but I, I know a couple of us said on this show that, um, this is, he's only going to go downhill from here. There's no, I mean, which is fine. You can't, you can't replicate you, that your whole career if you do you're the greatest goalie of all time.
1: it's not just winning a cup it's during the season the numbers he put up were i mean spectacular I mean he had an unbelievable GAA in his eight percent it was it was crazy yeah so i mean that just that just just the, if he had won the cup, replicating his regular season numbers were you know my god and if he if he loses game seven. I mean, who knows what happens? Because that, I mean, the next season he was pretty good, um, wasn't amazing, was pretty good, um, and then uh, and then the bubble crap happens, which totally fucked everything up for mm-hmm. apparently this team. They're they're a better non bubble team apparently. But yep. uh, Matt Mo Matt Molo in the YouTube chat says uh, Armstrong talked about Prunovich and the Athletics today. He said he's getting close, and if he keeps performing in the in the AHL. That they've got no choice. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little while. Ken says, I miss Erica Weston on Bally Midwest. We all do. We all do. <laughs> we all do. Uh, no offense against McLaughlin uh, or uh, whoever. Honestly, uh, uh, it's, it's
0: it's actually kind of fun seeing McLaughlin back.
1: But Warman's in back. In that now. role. Oh, Warms, right.
0: Oh, I haven't. Again, I haven't watched he, the last. Well, he was, and stuff. Sure he was back. I'm not sure if he's
1: back full time but uh, but i I actually yeah. enjoy
0: hearing McLaughlin because you know I mean for me, like that was the the, the intermission yeah. guy growing up for me, so it I don't, was like, I don't think, oh, this is kind of yeah. cool.
1: I don't think a lot of people nowadays realize that he did a ton of blues work the uh, uh, the uh, uh, on, the ice level reporter um for the blues for years, and that's what he did for the Cardinals yep. too but he did it for both. And then he got the full-time gig with the Cardinals, and he and he no longer does the stuff with the Blues. So that uh, – but I don't think people if – you, if you're if you a new fan, you don't realize that, well, who's this guy? Why is the Cardinal guy doing the Blues games? No, he he's a huge Blues fan.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's – if you can hear it, if you listen to his calls on, in the Cardinal games, he always is mentioning the mm-hmm. Blues and, you know, like uh, uh, late in the season or, well, I guess, early in the season too for him, he'll say, like, Blues had a big win last night, you know, and he'll start talking about the Blues game, and it's like – that's awesome! I love the the relationship that the the broadcasters have with both the teams.
1: Uh, Derek says, "Is Bennington's way of telling Army he wants to start for Canada?" I mean, he's making his case,
0: right? Yeah, he is.
1: Uh, Matt Harris says, "Do we think any other Blues besides Bennington have a shot at making one of the Olympic teams?" I've been hearing speculation of uh, Captain Dad. Captain dad being on team Canada. Do
0: you think he means captain R O R?
1: I don't know what dad means, but I assume, I mean, that's, that's the captain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> captain um, I, yeah, I think, I think O'Reilly very well. I mean, shit. Put O'Reilly as your fourth line center on that Canadian team. Holy mm-hmm. shit. That's, yeah. that's what I would do. Um, I mean, he's a
1: great, he's a great, uh, defensive center too. So face offs. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying.
0: She, you, you've got your yeah. defensive center right there. Every, every, yeah. Defensive zone face-off, every penalty kill, that's who you throw out there. Yeah. Um, Colton Pareko, even though Craig Button might disagree. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think Colton Pareko is a guy who's getting a look. is going to be on Team Russia. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, who else do we got? Uh, Zach Sanford, Team USA. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's not a blue anymore. Um, no, there's going to be... A-
1: up and down the roster here. Let's see. So uh, Russia, Barbashev. Um, Barbashev, no. yeah.
0: I think, think there's a possibility. Maybe
1: Again, maybe. fourth
0: line center. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Bozak, Canada, no. Bushnevich, Russia.
0: I don't know. Mm, probably not, yeah, but that, we'll see.
1: Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, Cairo, ch- 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 Canada, no. Neil, O'Reilly. I think so. Peron Canada, you know, no, no, but you could probably make a case for him.
0: I think you could make a case. I think he's on that uh, that list of like if there's a second team Canada, David Peron's on that team. Yeah, yeah.
1: Saad USA.
0: I think that's possible. It's he's possible. having a good year too. He is. He is. Sherman, um, Canada. I think Clem Kostin, even though he was born in Russia, I'm pretty sure he's got Czech Republic citizenship, so he might be on the Czech Republic team. Oh. So we'll see. Uh yeah, Braden Shen, Oscar, Oscar Sundquist, very well could be playing for Sweden.
1: Falk, Falk, or Krug for USA? Maybe Falk. Yeah,
0: Falk, Falk will be there for sure. Krug, I think yeah. too. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then of I don't course, think Krug. Well maybe. I think so stands a chance for Finland. Mm. I I gotta look at uh who else is wait, let me take a quick look here. Um uh, finish NHL goalies. Uh Rene retired. Let's see. The ones that are anti Ranta who might be dead. Um <laughs> 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 we're, going to, we're going to talk about that later too. Yes, we will. you uh, U <laughs> C Saros, Miko Koskinen, Kevin Linkinen, Capo Käkinen. I mean, Verley Huso is right there with those guys, so I could see him making a push for Team Finland.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's got the experience, but we'll see. We'll see. I, there's a, there's a few guys you could you could see a handful of guys playing for various countries. So, mm-hmm. I think I think uh Falk and Kruger are interesting for USA. Um I would hope Falk would make it. You would think so. Great year last season, having a good year this year.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be there for sure. Um Matt MLO12 says Barbashev is the most underrated bottom six player in the league, and I'll agree with you. He's
1: very, he's very good. He's right
0: there. He's, very good. he's right there, man. He's he's great. He's one of those guys again. What what I love, I love the players that you can put in your bottom six. Tyler Bozak kind of fits in here, too. Plays in your bottom six, but if you in a pinch, need to move him up to even your top line, yeah, you're taking a step back from whoever you're taking out, but he could fill in there still and still be productive. So, And we've seen that with Barbashev. I love that.
1: <clears throat> Matt Blow says the uh, first glove save that Bennington made in the shootout was amazing. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Glove save. Amazing. Put the glove where the puck was gonna had, had to go. Yep. Um you know that, you know that in his pad. Um let's see. Um what else we got. Seth Jones is gonna be on the team USA, yeah. Even though he's not having a good year. Yep. No,
0: but you know with the name he'll be there. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh um, well, uh Brian Roberts also adds that. Bowman is the Team USA GM. I don't know if you saw, but he is no longer the Team USA GM. He has stepped aside from that as well.
1: Um, let's see. Neighbors was sent down to juniors today. Um, I think this, I, I said this a couple of games, a few games ago. I thought that I thought he's probably going to be sent down um, after the nine games. Uh, he got less and less effective. Um, I yeah. think he's got close to the time game mark. Um, he'll get more time in juniors. Uh, only got six minutes versus Winnipeg. Uh, and he can play in the, uh, world juniors championship, uh, coming up. So yep. uh, looking forward to that tournament, which is a lot of fun.
0: Yep. Yeah. For those who don't know Christmas break, that's, I mean, for anybody who, well, Kurt, I know you get that week off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's so much fun to just sit and watch juniors games all day. That's the best.
1: It's it's fun to um, I, like okay because I, Canada the U.S. they don't get that into it, uh, but Canada it's like oh, this is That's a huge, huge deal in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's it's fun. Where is it? You know where where is it? Is it in Canada again?
0: I want to say it's in Finland, uh, okay. but let me look. I'll look.
1: But uh, just I mean it, when it was in Canada, I think uh, was that when. Uh, I don't know, a handful of years ago I was in Canada. And just the crowds and watching this tournament, it was fantastic. It was like an like initial playoffs. It was amazing. Yep. Good hockey. It was good hockey, too. Uh,
0: Sorry, still looking. Uh, Oh, it's in Alberta. Yep, it's okay. in Canada. Yeah.
1: There you go. Looking forward to it.
0: What's, Always date? What's the date? It is over. Uh, I just, I believe I saw December third, twenty first.
1: Okay, that's
0: when it starts. Um, yeah, and with Jake Neighbors, I'll say, um, I, I think I said early on, probably in our season preview show, he's gonna have to really, really step up and impress, just because of this roster. Nothing against him. Nothing against, uh, his you know junior career. Just. The way this roster is made up in a win now mentality, he is going to have to just scorched earth rule the NHL to stay with this team. And I'll admit, four games in, five games in, I was kind of like, he's kind of making that case. We'll see. The Blues might have a tough decision here. But like you said, I think over time, um, you know, and for those of you saying that he fell out, of, I saw some people saying he fell out of favor with Perubi. That is could not be further from the truth. Ruby has been sw- just singing his praises all season long. It's just a matter of, again, you got Sundquist coming back here soon. We'll talk about what Armstrong said today. Um, but, you know, I he's going to be coming back. You've got guys coming off the COVID-19 protocol list. Just with the way this roster is made up, there's just unfortunately not room for a guy of his caliber yet. I think next season you might see Armstrong make moves just to make room for a guy like neighbors to come in. But right now it's just well, not in the cards. Let him go to the uh juniors, dominate there, get top line playing minutes, and come back next season refreshed and, and even better than he was this year.
1: Well Sunquist is coming back too, and you gotta make room for him. Um next season, you know, Bozak might not be here. You know, it depends on who he plays. They might not bring him back for another year contract. I don't know. So there's a slot there, um, and who knows? You know what what moves are made and and, and who plays how and uh, I looking too far in the future. A lot of things can happen between now and then. So uh, he's just got to play well and and uh, wait for his chance to get back. Blues are eight two and one, but uh, how good have they been? I mean, we okay the last six games have been a stark contrast to their first five games. The first five games, this is one of the best teams I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. As far as puck movement, uh, puck possession, uh, overall goals,
0: confidence, possession, penalty kill,
1: power play, everything. Goaltending yeah. was good. Um, I, they were just so good. And they moved the puck with such confidence and such quickness um, was amazing. Uh, but I think since that uh, that fifth game and that that second time we played Colorado was the was the the difference, the changing point. Um, they've taken a step back. Um, now they've had injuries and they've had COVID issues with players, uh, a steady stream of players going to COVID. But with that said, you know they they have as a team they've not been as good, noticeably not as good, and at times bad. Uh so if we roll it back, last night's win versus Winnipeg, not a good effort. Got stellar goaltending from Bennington, got the win. Last uh, the the last Sunday's uh four to one loss versus Anaheim, not a good effort. Fell apart late in that game. Uh the Thursday's five to three win versus San Jose, good decent effort. Good game by Hofer uh getting his first NHL win and his first initial start, got that win. Wednesday's three to two loss in, in, in LA uh overtime loss. Yeah, Cruz it or took nine seconds. Loss. Yeah. A goal with nine seconds to go by Crew to force overtime, otherwise we lose that game. Uh, the one nothing win versus Chicago, th- they played really good the first period, didn't play good after that. Held on to win against a bad Chicago team, um, and then the four three loss against Chicago, Colorado, where they were outshot forty two to eighteen and just manhandled. Uh, and yeah. the score was, Bennington kept that that game close. So, um, I, and and so looking at the last six games. Um, compared to the first five games, we've got some stats. um, And I shared these with you earlier, Jeff, to kind of get a comparison. And when I looked at it myself, because the eye test, you look at the team, you're like, this team does not look at all like they did the first five games.
0: Well, and and we talked about how this team, after five games, it was just because I think we had a show after the the fifth win. Mm -hmm. And we were like, this team's rolling. There's no way they're going to be able to keep this up. But. Holy shit, they are scoring goals, they're stopping goals, their shots have been great. Uh, second periods have been ridiculous. Um, you know, it compared to blue seasons of the past, the last couple of years, second periods were always the problem. So it was like it's so weird how that works. Wow, what is happening, you know? And and so it was such a big deal, but you knew there was going to be a steady drop off, right? At some point, there had to be. There was going to be. Okay, they're not going to score five goals a game. They're not going to to uh, you know win all these face offs. They're not going to be so great in the second period all season. But it was it wasn't a steady drop off. I mean, listen, they're three two and one in the last six. That's fantastic, but
1: For how they definitely play, fantastic. a
0: huge change. Huge change. <sighs>
1: Yeah, goals for uh, the first five games of the season. This is the drop-off. First five games of the season, they were first in the league in goals scored per game at five. Goals against, they were sixth, 2.2, really good. Um, Shots per game, they were third, 34.8, really good. Shots against per game, they were 30th, 34. That's not very good, but still they were winning and getting good good goaltending. And play was phenomenal. Right. Power play was fantastic, 37.5%, second in the league. Penalty kill amazing, 93.8%, first in the league. Faceoffs really good, fifth overall, 53.2%. Second period scoring, you mentioned, number 1 in the league. Third period scoring, third in the league, and giveaways they were uh fifth uh best. Last 6 games, <laughs> goals for dropped from first to 26th, from 5 to 2.33. So that's that's a that's if you want to like zero and one thing, it's it's goal production, which but that's that's a a, a result of a lot of other things too. Goals mm-hmm. against per game, uh, tenth, not a whole lot different, two point five compared to two point two. Uh, shots four per game has dropped to twentieth. They were third. Uh, saves per game, uh, a shot. I'm sorry, shots against per game, twenty third, which is a little better than was it's the first actually time. better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, power play dropped off uh, some, s- still good eighth. 27.3%, but it was a uh, second. And then penalty kills dropped off more 85% compared to 93. And that's 13th now. So in face-offs 20th, they were fifth. Second period scoring is now 24th over the last six games, which is a huge drop off. First, 24th, third period scoring dropped from third to 13th and giveaways dropped from fifth to 22nd. They've had twice the number of giveaways uh, they did over the first five games over the last six. Granted one more game played, but still, I think it's like 26 giveaways, in the first five games 52 in the last six. So, losing faceoffs, giving the puck away, fewer scoring chances, fewer goals.
0: Um you're 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 not well, playing and, as well and, you're- and and let's let's compare the stats to the play we've seen, right? Like that's you know. So, yeah. for right. me, the puck possession hasn't been there. Uh the not neutral zone at breakouts at have not been there. Um they are getting hemmed in their zone a lot more. I'd like to see zone time. Uh, comparatively, uh, which, which I, I should have looked up before the show, but I didn't. So man, if Bill was here, Bill would yell at me cause I know he would. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I, uh, I, I just think overall the numbers don't lie here. Um, and again, they're playing good enough to win with the goaltending they're getting. And, uh, even the defense to a certain extent has played well enough to get the blues some wins. But, um, the 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 game that really bothered me was Anaheim just because that's not a good team and they've got a couple guys out with injury and I think they've got some covid issues too I could be wrong on that but um that was a game the blues just looked completely lost and outplayed and now Winnipeg is a hell of a team so if the blues lose that game you know 3 to 2 4 to 2 whatever yeah I don't like it but I'm like, okay, well, Winnipeg's great. Blues have some injury issues, some COVID issues. Sure. Uh, But the Anaheim game, that was an atrocious loss. And that kind of speaks to what we're saying here. There was just no great puck possession time in the offensive zone. The great shot chances that we saw in those first five games were not there on John Gibson at all, except for the first 13 seconds when Brandon Saad scored. Yeah. Um you know, it just it just hasn't been there for me, and and you know, it's again, it's a long season. We're gonna we can do this all season long and say, mm-hmm. well, the first five games compared to the uh, second right. five games compared to the third five game, you can do that all season long, and sure. it's going to be different all the way throughout. But this drastic mm-hmm. of a change in just eleven games is a little concerning, and it does make you kind of bat your eyelashes and say let's hope they can pull it back together here.
1: I I think and in COVID injuries, you know, play into it. Uh, every team deals with this stuff too. Uh, the blues have been hit harder than most with the COVID stuff, I think. So, um, and to some key guys, um, as well. Um, I think, uh, and also, and this could be just ebbs and flows of the season. You know, if, if, if the blues worst stretch of the season over six games is three, two and one. Well, yeah, we'll take it. Um, But but still, I think they're lucky to be 3-2-1 and one, uh, with, over the last six games. Uh, Nashville coming up, uh, they've done a pretty good job keeping the puck out of the net last seven games. They've allowed more than two goals only one time in the last seven games, and that was against Edmonton. So So I think with the Blues' offense falling off over the past six games, this will be a nice test because Nashville's – doing a pretty good job of keeping the puck out of the net. So it's a division game, and I'm sure they want to take it to St. Louis, who is ahead of them in the standings. Um, so I'm really, and they played tonight. They're playing tonight. Is it over? It's over. I think um,
0: I actually don't know.
1: I think it's uh, yes. They started at 7:30, right? Should be over with. Let me check the scores here. Scores. They win. They were winning two nothing. They won four to two against the stars. Nice. And they're 7-5-1 now, so the standings read for the, uh, central, uh, Nashville is, uh, two points behind the Blues. They have played two more games though. Yeah. So, uh, and so if they, when they play the Blues tomorrow, they could tie the Blues in points with uh, two more games played. So that, they'll be looking to do that. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's, it, it's, a, it, I'm, I'm very curious to see how the Blues play tomorrow. Um, and I guess we'll, every time we see a new team that we haven't seen, didn't see last season because of the change in divisions, we'll have to hear about, Oh, it's been so long since we've seen this team yep. over a year since you've seen this team. It's happened twice already. I'm like, Oh my God, guys, we do this every time.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's um, dude, it's I, I've been talking on Twitter about that. I think it's, what is it? 67 of the last 68 have been against teams that are in the West last year. It it yeah. does it is. And, and I'll admit like, I'm getting annoyed seeing these teams cuz it is just a weird quirk how the Blues opened the season against so many west teams that you know it probably wasn't anything intentional but for me it was just okay if these teams were like we've talked about a million times the Blackhawks and the Predators and these teams that we actually consider rivals if those were the teams that we were still seeing every night from last season, I don't think there's any complaints, but at this point, I'm just like, these guys aren't even in our division. Can we please start seeing other teams? Please.
1: Matt, Matt Mello did say Anaheim won five in a row, didn't they? Yes, they are on a current five game win streak. So we were, we were part of that. Yeah. Uh, So they are playing better uh, as of late. So I think, uh, you know, I, I think the blues are somewhere in between how they started and how they are now. I think uh, uh, I did not expect them to keep up the type of play they were playing in the, in the first five games, because I think, I think that was some of the, the the best hockey I've seen a team play as far as puck possession and puck movement goes. Uh, But I think they're better than they played recently too. So agree. You know, it's, it could be, hopefully it's ebbs and flows of the season and they kind of ramp back up here. uh, I think, and I think, the goaltending has been really good and being three, two and one and getting points. And, and you know, it's a, it's a good record for not playing very well over six games, but uh, good goaltending always, always hides deficiencies in a team. So if you win, but you don't really play great, you get outplayed a little bit, but you win because of your goaltending the, 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 the lack of uh, stellar play isn't focused on as much. Um, you don't get the you don't get the questions from the press that you would if you had lost the game um and people on online aren't talking about it as much so i think uh and people don't look for it and i think the blues are 3-2 and 1 and over the last 6 games and i'm watching these games and they're not playing good i'm watching i'm like i hope other people see this because if they get blown out against nashville i'm like if we don't get great goaltending, we're losing these games every week oh, Oh yeah. So I I I'm just I'm waiting for us to get wiped by by a team we shouldn't uh get wiped by and to see what happens. Or if our goaltending kind of goes in a lull. What happens then? Holy shit.
0: Yeah, Um, I'm I'm looking at uh at the last six games here, and I say I think Saturday they could still have pulled that game out just because Chicago was just they're just an atrocious hockey team. I think they still could have won that one. But, yeah, look at the Colorado game, which they lost. They definitely would have lost if the goaltending wasn't there. Uh, the Kings, they would have not gotten a point in that game. Hofer was good enough to win. Um, I'm going to say they still win that game, even with less than mediocre goaltending. But, yeah, Anaheim, Winnipeg, both losses for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll uh, talk a little bit more in depth about Bennington uh, after this message from Center Ice Brewery. Center Ice Brewery is St. Louis's only hockey-themed brew house. Stop on in during the next game to experience the ultimate hockey fan brewery while sampling various hockey-inspired beers, such as Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, the Rotating Pale Ale Series, or seasonal offerings such as their Imperial Stout, their Lime Sherbet Sour, and much more. While you're there, enjoying any number of their fantastic beverages, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood, and the actual penley box door from the old barn. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game or any game. Visit CenterizeBrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup, or make a reservation in the tap room. Centerize Brewery,
0: let's go Blues! Please drink responsibly. Oh, So I kind of want to jump in here real quick with a comment from Ken Morris in the chat. Uh, it looks like you are shaking your head, Kurt. You you agreeing that's the yeah. one I should read? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He says, which Blues jersey is Jeff wearing? Looks to be a custom one. Yes, it is, sir. And you can have one yourself. Uh, let me <laughs> kind of face the camera here. Uh, actually, you can see it above my, let's see, right shoulder. I, my right. Why would that change? Because I'm on camera um above my right shoulder your left um yeah this is the let's go blues radio official jersey we've got jersey patches numbers name and number on the back um all of us have one we've got a lot of friends that bought them as well i say friends but people who listen to the show uh and if you would like one please reach out let me know and and i can definitely uh get you one i think they're what are they? Forty-five bucks, Kurt. I'm drawing a blank. It was about that a year ago.
1: Sounds about right. Yeah, it's been. a like I think a year. it's
0: forty-five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but I, I'm always happy to make another. It's it's always better if we buy multiple at once because it'll save a little money with shipping. So, uh, yeah. If uh, if I need to make another big run on these jerseys, uh, if you're someone who wants one, let me know, uh, and uh, we will definitely get you one. I'll have it shipped right to your house.
1: Cool. Um, let's see. Uh Matt Harris in YouTube chat says Kairu is a plus six right now, holy jumping. And uh Matt uh low says, I think Kairu has the potential to be a one hundred point player, uh point per game at the very least. That's lofty. Uh we'll yeah. see. He uh I mean, you never know, but he needs to be more consistent, obviously. But he's I he's definitely has a, skill. he's
0: he's a sixty point guy at the very least to me. He has a skill. Um, he's just got a. I'll admit, fine. mid last season, I think I I I was a little down on him, and I'm like, he might just be one of those streaky guys, like a Schwartz, who might get you 60 points, but more likely get you 40 to 50. Um, he's but more looking skilled. at the way that yeah, he's got way more skill and Much better shot too. He's been hitting the he's been hitting the give me skill button way more <laughs> than he was last season. So. Yeah, I think he could easily be a sixty to seventy point guy.
1: Uh, and Matt Malow says the depth is already being tested for pretty much every team in the league too. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, but the Blues too. So it's a, uh, uh, and to be honest, uh, the the teams the Blues have played didn't look like the Blues in the first five games of the season either. So, um, I think the Blues' competition to start the season wasn't uh, amazing. So that may have helped a little bit. Um, you know, when they did play Colorado, they were shorthanded. The top two guys were out, too. So um, it is what it is. So how good has Bennington been? 6-2-1 uh, the season, third most wins in the league with six. Uh, of goalies with nine or more games played, so essentially uh, starters because a lot of teams have played 11, 12 games, or, uh, he is sixth in save percentage. Uh, with nine two eight. He's tenth in goals against average, 4 a two point four four. Uh, uh, fourth in save percentage on unblocked low danger shots at nine eighty, and uh, eighth in save percentage on unblocked high danger shots, which is a seven seven eight save percentage. Uh, second in the NHL on puck freezes, which means he generally controls his rebounds, and that uh, the stat for uh, fewest rebounds in the league backs up the previous stat. He is second. Yeah, per save. Fewest rebounds. Is, Second, fewest rebounds per save.
0: Man, it is so nice having those advanced stats now. And, and I say advanced, I mean it's literally just counting. Okay, that shot goes somewhere. Step. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's nice to see because we didn't see that even 10, 15 years ago. So um, yeah, I mean, that's right there. You know, again, we talked about the Winnipeg game. You know, they they don't win that game, they don't go and get a point in LA without him. They don't go 2 0 one without him against L.A. in the season series. I mean, they there's so many things you could say about the way he's played. And again, Team Canada all over the place. That dude is just, I mean, there's no question in my mind. He's the best choice for Team Canada right now, not just because Doug Armstrong's watching him every night. Um, and I hate to, I I feel like I do this a lot, and I probably shouldn't, but because the Blues fans are going to get pissed at me, but I don't care. Uh, Kurt, I know you'll agree the last starting goalie for the blues. I believe his name rhymed with, uh, ache Jalen. Um, Mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing you wanted from him. You might get it one to two games a season where he would steal you a win. And even Brian Elliott, to a certain extent, um, you know, he might steal you a win three or four times a year. Jordan Bennington, when he is on his game, he's stealing wins more often than any other starting goalie the Blues have had in a long time. Um, again, we we talked about him. Yes, maybe he did look terrible in that shootout against the Kings, but they're not getting to the shootout without Jordan Bennington. Any other goalie, they're losing that game in regulation. Uh, last night, they're not getting to overtime against the Winnipeg Jets. And they not only got to overtime, but won the game because he was great in the shootout. Um, just unbelievable goaltending from him. And this is what this is what blues the blues have needed for so long. And we saw it in 2019 with the way he was able to stand on his head when you needed him, but we're still seeing it. I mean, it's again, he's not able to do what he did in 2019 because it's ridiculous to ask any goalie to ever do that ever again, but he's playing pretty fucking good hockey and he's looking great out there. And the blues have a chance to win every single night that he's between the pipes,
1: you know, stats aside with uh, Jordan Bennington, if you just watch the games and if you, if you know what to look for, right. If you're, if you're, if you're familiar with hockey, as far as like, it's, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound condescending to people that might not follow it intensely, intently, like uh, a lot, of, like some of us do. Um, but if you if you watch the games, if you know what to look for, you don't need the stats. You can just see that Bennington is having a very good season right now. Um, the stats just are nice to have to back that up in a conversation, and uh, to say, okay, well, I think he's played really well. Let's see what the stats say. Just to see if it's if, if if I'm missing something, and the stats oh the stats back up exactly what I saw perfect so um, then that then we can talk about this in the show I know people love to hear stats it's a stats a stat based society um, but some of these interesting stats that you don't hear much about like puck freezes and, and rebound control and and stuff like that that's that's a big deal like a lot of goals are scored they show off rebounds um, if you're controlling the rebound and not allowing many rebounds you know that's uh, a lot of those chances are one and done for teams. So if you don't get those second chances, second third chances, you know you're lot, a lot of those goals. The nine two two, so his save percentage is uh, is uh, what is it nine two? What is it Nine two Yep. I think I think I, I think I said this at one point in the preseason. Um, I want him to have over a nine two zero nine over nine two one nine two two something like that save percentage. I think if it's if it's that or better, that's a great season, a great season for him, and he's over that now. So. If he can maintain his, his a 928, 925 save percentage, that's great. That's gonna finish he's gonna finish in the top ten in goaltending uh this season if he has those numbers. Um and I think that's that's what this team needs. They don't need the best of the best. Top ten, top eight goaltender, that's great. Someone and, in the YouTube I... chat asked earlier uh where would you rank Bennington? I forgot who it was. Um, we didn't get to it, but, uh, I would say he's a top 10 goalie. I said it before the season. I say it now top eight. Maybe I just, I, 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 I really think he's, he's that guy. Even before the season started.
0: Rodney Hale was who asked it. Okay. Uh, where okay. would you rank Bennington based on how he's played this year? Top 10 question mark. Yeah. Top 10. I think we both yeah. agree on that. 10, I yeah. mean this season I put him top three, top, top this, five. I, I, this season I, yeah. alone, Sergei Bobrovsky has been ridiculous. Um, James Reimer has actually Anderson. had a very good opening season. Yeah, Lord, Frederick Anderson Lord was the Anderson. other one. Yeah. So. But I think I think for me it goes it's it's those three. It's it's Bennington, Bobrovsky, and Anderson. And right now, now that's gonna change in the next three games, but right now, I mean, those are the three best goalies in the NHL.
1: Matt Malone, the YouTube chat, just said I think Benner is worth the six uh six years, six million. I mean, he's definitely deserving of it, and the pipeline is looking pretty damn good. So we'll talk about <laughs> in the next little bit here. Uh, we'll talk about Bennington's uh, contract and what some folks thought of it, um, which I think Jeff shared earlier today. If you didn't see it on Twitter, uh, go check out that conversation. It's interesting. <laughs> um, but hey, I mean, you, you want to do that now, Jeff? I mean, you 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 started this today. You want to you want to yeah, this?
0: sure. So so we we talked about this in the uh, the the season. Closing show or whatever you want to call that after the Blues lost to the um the Avalanche last season. Yes, there was an article posted on Nesson's website, which if you're un- unaware, that's the Northeast Sports Network. That's who broadcasts the Boston Bruins games. So imagine the bias there. Uh, <laughs> Logan Mullen, who is a nobody that I've never heard of. Uh, he writes for Nesson and uh, he has a Bruins podcast, which uh, by the way, our friend Mark Allred, I believe, gets more listens than that. I think Nesson he has the least Bruins podcast. So I
1: think he has the least amount of followers. So many verified account that I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll add, Mark, if you're listening, Mark. Uh, uh, oh, God. What is the name of Mark's podcast? Come on, Kurt. You got to help me out here. Mark. Oh, uh, oh, oh, Mark Aldrin. Uh, what? Uh, uh. Mark Aldred, look, That's look his, it up. Yeah, uh, Mark Aldred's his name. Mark is great. Red, yeah. Does, has a great, great Blue Bruins podcast, and I'm, goddamn it, I'm drawing it all, the link on is it right it all now. All red or Aldred? I think it's all red, but I could be wrong. Um, okay, look it up; you'll find it. Anyway, um, so uh, um, anyway, so he what? Black and gold, black and gold. black and gold, black and gold. Yeah. So if you're ever interested in any Bruins insight, we we strongly recommend. Watch, Mark's, yeah, listen to that one. Mark's podcast. It's a great one. That one. Uh, but this Ness and Bruins podcast, don't listen to it. Um, he <laughs> said after the Blues signed Bennington to a six-year, $36 million contract. And again, we talked about this um, after the Blues season. So he wrote this. And again, anyone who watched the Blues and Avalanche series last year knows that Bennington was the most deserving player on the ice for the Blues to get any kind of award for that four-game sweep because he it was, was, phenomenal. It was phenomenal. he was phenomenal. He says, Bennington, after surprisingly leading the Blues to the Cup in 2019, has been just miserable in the playoffs lately. The 27-year-old has not won a playoff game since Game 7 of the 2019 Cup Final, which, uh, side note, was against the Bruins. So keep that in mind as you hear the rest of this. He's gone 0-9 with a woeful 875 save percentage. Uh he was a net for all four games against the Avalanche allowing 14 goals against, across four games with an 8.99 save percentage. Nope. Um and unfortunately for the Blues they just signed Bennington to a 6-year, $36 million extension that won't kick in until next season. Let me say bias real much?
1: Yeah, real, real quick. <laughs> uh as good as he was against Colorado, fair is fair, he was not good in the playoffs the previous season against Vancouver. Ignore the women
0: behind me, by the way. I have more than um, one. We want to join what do you got going here? on? There? I've got Just I've got two women here. Six yeah, six that's this is how I roll, Kurt.
1: Okay, right during the middle um, of your bitch session.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're hearing me bitch about Bennington right now. Which uh, one of them will definitely agree with me? But um, give it no, it's it's complete crap. It's it's that you know this guy they lost to the the Blues in 2019, so he's going to write some smear piece against. Uh, Jordan Bennington, who was the star of Game Seven, as we talked about earlier, and the fact that they sit here and they think that God, these women, man. <laughs> um, but for for those in the
1: podcast, all you see is Jeff with women's hands all over him.
0: Yeah, that that is actually true. <laughs> He's not lying, folks. Um, but no, anyway. Um, is an active podcast. Yes. Like this is yes, this is oh, live. Right? I'm live right now and you're oh, interrupting you're me. A real person? Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: you can see right there. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so
2: proud
0: of you. Oh my goodness. Is that my grandma talking to me right now? Uh, um it's your uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Anyway, this it's it's just it's completely ridiculous for anybody. And and we talked about this, Kurt, that you can hate Bennington. It's okay. This guy is a guy who sure. is—he's a—he's um, controversial. What, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? He's a, it's a, a lightning rod, right?
1: Lightning rod—an you know, antagonist. He's an antagonist. He, He's—I mean, yeah. that's how he
0: is. It's, it's fine.
1: I mean, I, you don't like—we talked about this. If you don't like him, yeah, I hate him. That's—I don't care. I get it. I totally do. That's fine.
0: Yeah, but but admit talent. For for you yeah. to sit here and say that that this guy is just not a talented goalie and, and that this is where the, the Twitter conversation went. I shared this earlier and uh, kind of brought this up again. The guy basically said, watch other games other than Blues games to me, which was hilarious <laughs> because I instantly was able to. I literally all I did was type in Jordan Bennington Team Canada and 50 articles popped up why Jordan Bennington is the choice for team Canada in net with Carrie price out. Um, he, and all uh, I did was I said, I said, Hey, sports net. Apparently they only watch blues games too, because they're the ones saying that Jordan Bennington should be the blue or the, uh, team Canada goalie. And then he listed off Darcy Kemper, uh, which we have talked about him on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. who the other undeservedly ones? on
1: it, on this pedestal for some reason,
0: yeah, uh, somehow get he gets thrown on this pedestal. Yeah, what? Um, I mean, the uh, the goalie uh, Blackwood, Mackenzie Blackwood, which okay, maybe. Um, and then there was a third one, which I'm drawing a blank on. Oh, uh, marc Andre Fleury, which I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. name recognition, mm-hmm. sure, but his game this season has not backed that up.
1: No, no. And uh, what, what? And what are you going by? Either this season, career, last few seasons. What's your? I mean. Yeah, what's your what's your uh, reason for wanting a person on the team this season? I right, so yeah. Oh, yeah, but you know, Jeff he's he has not won his last nine playoff games and is a woeful eight seven five save percentage.
0: He won so. the one that mattered, Bruins fan. <laughs> That's the way I see it. it. It it's just sour grapes to me. as is I read that? And we oh, again it's, we it's, talked about awesome. this. We oh, talked about ma- this last year and we bitched what, 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 and bitched.
1: Remember the uh, like the the day after the Blues won the Cup, uh, Boston Sports Radio, uh, the the meltdown, the wine fest. I just love. I'm like, give it to me, give it to me. Yeah. I want to see you guys just <laughs> whine and bitch and cry on air. It was awesome. They were, oh, can you believe won a cup? I can't believe Bennington won a cup. I can't believe this. I can't believe that. Oh, it was a trip in game five. We'd have won that game with the trip that happened. Oh my god. I can't I was oh I loved it so much. It was so great to hear the win. No, my
0: my favorite was was fucking idiot Barstool, uh, Dave Portnoy coming out after game five and saying, Blues fans, you should not be celebrating this win. Whatever. You should be against it after that missed call. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> Really? Would you do the exact same thing? Would you oh if the if the tables were reversed? Oh yeah, so Tyler Bozak was tripped by nola Kari Achari, and David Pasternak came in and scored. You're telling me you would have been like, No, 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 let's replay game five. That's not fair.
1: What about when Marshand and uh skater by Bennington tripped him? Where where's the I mean, granted a goal wasn't scored right then. But still, missed trip, blatant. That was on part I mean, that was more on purpose than uh, Bozak's was. Yeah, and it's like, come on, come on. I mean, I mean, just because he didn't get up, and he and he whined to the official about you know uh, getting knocked down, didn't get back into the play, and they scored. Um, it. I I was the first to tell the Bruins fan sitting next to me in the bar. I I'm I feel bad for you. That was a trip, <laughs> and it was yeah. missed. But I I feel bad for you. But. I personally love it myself, so I'll take it. I don't care.
0: Go ahead, so. Go ahead, everybody. Take a look there. What a trip. What a trip. It will forever be memorialized on my wall. Um, at Bob Rakowski, I'm giving you comment of the show because you helped me out there. When I was saying lightning rod earlier, I was looking for polarizing. Ah. Jordan Bennington is a polarizing figure. That is exactly correct. Yes.
1: I think I think I think my antagonist was a fairly was a war, warranted maybe runner up comment of the show.
0: So <laughs> like you, a host of Let's Go Blues Radio, <laughs> want comment of the show, which, by the way, means nothing. <laughs> no, it does not mean a damn thing. Uh,
2: obviously. Because right. you Just get sure. nilly.
0: Sure, Kurt. Tell you what you get comment of the show. Sorry, Bob.
1: You know, this is this is the kind of stuff that, that you see from people who only look at box scores. Mm-hmm. He's a box score commentator. He watches the Bruins play. He, he doesn't watch jack shit from anybody else. He's a Bruins guy. He doesn't watch other games uh, intently or, or uh, enough to to be able to a- accurately analyze anybody. His his uh, his asinine uh, quote about Bennington proves that. Um. So I mean if if you aren't up to speed on a player and haven't actually seen him play a lot don't run your mouth and act like you know what you're talking about as far as analysis goes and trying to get a, trying to make a hot take i mean yep i don't I, it's 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 uh it's it's comical to me to to see this because i mean don't don't tell me how my goalie is playing i'm not looking at him through rose colored glasses i don't do that we we've bitched and complained about a lot of players on the blues over the years, coaches, GMs, whatever. If we don't like it, we bitch about it. We don't, we're not, we, I don't think we're a, a, an overly biased show by any means. I think if we, if we see shit, we call it a shit. Um, and Bennington has been good. I mean, we've, we've called out goalies. We've called out everybody.
0: And maybe and maybe you sit here and you question, you know, if if you're listening to the show, well, this guy clearly, you know, and, and we're not knocking him for not watching Blues games. I mean, there's 32 game teams in the league. Clearly, they're Bruins central, so I don't blame him for not watching Blues games. But to make these comments, that's mm-hmm. right. That's no. where I draw some some complaints because it's like, okay, that's you didn't saying. have to word it that way. Pennington, after surprisingly leading the Blues to the Cup of 2019 you don't have to say surprisingly take surprisingly out. And then when he says, unfortunately for the blues, they just signed Bennington. How about just say for the blues, they signed Bennington. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way that he worded it was made. It mm-hmm. seem like Bennington is oh. some piece of crap. Goaltender that well, has no reason to be in the NHL.
1: You heard those Boston guys the day after just ripping on Bennington. Like he didn't deserve any of this, you know, for, fuck you. He deserved it more than most anybody else on the ice. He had an argument for series MVP.
0: Yep. Yeah. And (sighs) uh, let's just say if, uh, if anyone who was deserving on Boston, Oh, your first power play unit, that's it. And who only when they're on the power play, not even when they're in five on five. And they didn't even. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. Right. (sighs) Well, and and I don't know, it's just things like he said, you know, these things he said, like, Talk about how how bad he was, how he's gone 0-9. And it's just all you had to say was literally, I mean, you could literally reword this to just say, yeah, Bennington's been oh, He's 0-9 with a dreadful 875 save percentage. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He's not, you know, pulling up the numbers he did in 2019. Talk about the numbers. Don't talk about, don't make it sound like you actually know the type of play that he's had. Cause clearly he doesn't know if you knew you wouldn't be saying these things.
1: Well, if he knew he, he would understand that Bennington was the best player for the blues last playoff. And without him, the blues lose in three
0: without him, they don't <laughs> go to the playoffs. Yeah. Right. No. They right. don't even make the playoffs last year. Right. I mean,
1: I mean, it's, you expect that from like social media trolls and shit. Um, but when you see like a verified account, which I get doesn't mean a whole lot, but a verified account uh, who is a uh, writes for NESN and has a Bruins podcast, you know, I expect a little better. Um, but yeah, he's kind of a joke. And I, it's, I mean, his response in the Twitter uh, today didn't even really, it's like he wanted to avoid it completely. He didn't want really to oh, talk was. about that much. No, because
0: yeah. he knew he was wrong. Yeah. Which, which again, I like I told you. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm fine with you. If he just would have been like, yeah, you know what, man? Uh, he's played great this season. Uh, you know, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Okay. I can respect that response. But to still come back firing and saying, oh, you should watch other games other than the Blues. Uh, trust he, me, pal. I do. I probably watch more than, than most people you probably know.
1: He, he did say... In response to me and your Twitter, I don't know if you saw that. He said uh, he has a long list of goalies that he'd rather have than Bennington, and I assume he meant for Team Canada because that was the that was the
0: top. That was the conversation, yeah,
1: yeah. So he has a long list of goalies, a long list, and I was like, I'd love to see this long list.
0: Let's see. It. Let's see what uh, Martin Jones, um, I don't know, uh, Frederick Anderson is he even. He might actually not even be Canadian. I don't know. Jack Campbell. Um, yeah. All of those. No, no, thank you. Uh, give me Jordan is uh,
1: Denmark. He is a uh, European.
0: Oh, that's right. I knew that. I should tell by the way he spells his name, Jacob Markstrom. Um, you know, I'm just naming names here because Jordan Bennington is better than all these guys. So yeah, I don't get it.
1: I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's ignorance and uh, hate. I mean, he should come on the show, defend himself.
0: Yeah, come on, JB50. Let's hear from you. <laughs> no, I know you're talking about the other guy, but yeah. yeah. No, no, actually, no. we would love to have you on. Um, What's his name? Logan, Logan Mullen. Logan Mullen, for every reason you hear this, we would be more than happy to have you on and have a civil conversation. We won't call you names. We won't, you know, it'll be a very civil conversation. We would love to have it with you.
1: I, there's nothing more that I, I enjoy a few things more than uh really good civil hockey back and forth. I love it.
0: Love yeah. It. So, and I was looking to have that with him um, once he responded, but he never responded back to me. So,
1: well, I asked him one question and he's like, I'm gonna have to agree to disagree with you. And I'm like, I, this is the first text I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> yeah, right. you're, you're abandoning your stance okay uh, oh, yeah, i agree disagree you can't even defend it one time like come on yeah all right nope. all right okay that tells me a lot mm-hmm uh okay and moving on uh shen and uh sunquist both day-to-day uh was reported today that both Braden shen and oscar sunquist are day-to-day great news especially for shen because uh uh just a couple of days ago, a few days ago, it was thought that he might have a serious injury that keep him out for a while. Um yep. yeah, that was add, scary. Yes. Cause he I mean they were saying he might be gone a couple months or whatever. It's like
0: oh yeah. god.
1: So and they didn't even said what it was. I assume shoulder. Yeah,
0: it looked it looked upper body ish. Like shoulder uh, shoulder wrist, elbow uh, maybe. Um yeah. By the way, Bob Burkowski, I want to read this comment here. He says, is it just me, or does it seem like when Shen is on the bench, the team seems to work harder? And I think it's just, yeah, Shen has this aura around oh, him of being such a hard worker, a guy that doesn't give up. He's the one guy, and I have I said this, go back to our shows from 2019 or even 2020, Um, he's the one guy that seems like even if the Blues are down five to one, He's still out there hitting, battling, trying to get loose pucks. You know, he, he never gives up, and that's what I love about him. So, yeah, getting him back in the lineup would be huge.
1: Sundquist have been, has been skating, doing battle drills, and you know, so he's also a day-to-day. Uh, Armstrong said that adding Sunquist to the roster won't be an issue with the cap. Uh, guys will be sent to the AHL to clear a room. I assume that means Costin or Joshua, although Joshua was already sent down. But he played – didn't he play –
0: Joshua was well, called back up.
1: Yeah, I was going to say he called he's called back up. So he was sent yeah. down the call back up. So he got Costin, he got Joshua. But you know what man, I would I I I'm Clifford's played two games. I'm done with Clifford. I I don't I don't think this team needs him. I don't think he I I certainly don't want him to stay on the team um and lose somebody else. I'd rather Clifford be waived or re- whatever. And allow Costin to stay up with the team to play. I don't know. Split time with uh, Joshua or whoever. Um, I, I, I I I'm 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 done with Clifford.
0: He he's not playing. What's the what? Why why have him here? He's not playing. You might be done with Clifford, but COVID isn't.
2: Hmm.
0: Just a joke on him having COVID. Unfortunately, that's not funny. We shouldn't talk about people having COVID and making it funny, even though last year I had COVID and probably made jokes on this show. Um, (laughs) which Actually, I think I did. Um, But yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I'm with you, man. I just don't
1: think, I just don't think he's a viable asset.
0: I think we talked about this
1: to to take
0: up a spot on the 20th. We we talked about this going into the season that, you know, yes, you want Logan Brown. You want to see what he can do in the AHL, but, If it came down to let's open the season with Kyle Clifford or Logan Brown on your uh, bottom six, give me Logan Brown every day. Um,
2: Last season,
0: I I loved the signing of Clifford. As weird as it sounds, I hated him with the Kings. But yeah, last season, I feel like that was something the Blues needed. This year, I think there's no need for him, especially with a guy like James Neal coming in and filling in a good bottom six role for the Blues. I just don't think you need a Kyle Clifford.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd rather have. So, would you rather have, if it came down to Neil or Costen, on this on this roster? I'd rather have Costen. Me too. Yeah. Me too.
0: I, I love. I honestly do love the way Neil's played, but I question over an eighty-two game season if he could keep that up.
1: Yeah, I think he. I, he looks. He looks a step or two slow. Um, I, I just. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm not uncomfortable with him out there, but I don't expect anything from him out there. I mean, he's just not. I don't know. I I'd I have more talent out there, the more talent, more speed. I just, I mean, overexperienced. I think right on the now.
0: power play, um, you know, in a late game situation, not to compare him to a Mike Hoffman, but similar to a Mike Hoffman in sense of, you know, you can expect him to get a good shot on goal if you need it. Um, you know, when the te- other teams hemmed in their zone by the blues, he's a good option out there on the wing, but wow. yeah, I give me, give me cost every day just to see the type of game he brings. I love him in front of the net. Um, I I love him coming off the wing. I think he, he really, uh, he has a great first step when he comes off the boards to, to beat somebody, beat a defender. And uh I want to see more of that. I want to see what else he can bring. Boy that boy uh, did you get scared last game when uh when he took that that skate to the face? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Oof. I was well well first off, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh when uh the towel was placed over his eye mm-hmm. um to stop the bleeding. Yep. And they pulled and they, and the camera was zoomed in, and they pulled the towel away and the blood on the towel was the slit. From the eye opening, and I'm like, "Oh my god, is he bleeding out the eye? Did it get him yeah. in the eye?" Yeah. I was like, "Jesus!" Uh, and uh, apparently not. It, it was just below or just above, was, or something. I think it eyelid. was. I think
0: it was like literally, like right yeah. below, like literally on, like on the eyelid. I was like, "Jesus, which is scary was, as hell." Yes, God, I can't. Uh.
1: So yeah, yes, I was scared because when I saw Dude, that I, towel pulled away, I'm like, "Ooh!" I was like,
0: bad. "No, no, no!" I mean, I was. Ugh, I was like, no, don't let this be. But yeah. I mean, the fact that he was able to skate off on his own clearly he could see uh, to skate off, and yeah, and then he came he, back out on the bench. He did, yeah. yeah. Woo, made me feel a yeah. lot better. Me too. Uh,
1: lots of Prunovich talk uh, with Tori Krug and uh, Nico Mikola both going on the uh, COVID list last Friday. Um, everyone wanted to bring up Prunovich. I was, I mean, that's it's a very interesting conversation to have. Um, which and the Blues may have done it, but his contract structure won't fit under the current cap restraints because the NHL does not give cap relief to teams who have players on COVID protocol. So, which is beyond stupid to me. Uh, and so they called up Rosen instead, which. To me, he has not been very good. <laughs> so I'm sure Prunovich would have been better.
0: And I'm not saying he's been great. I'm just saying I think he's been okay for a mm-hmm. defensive call up. Uh,
1: Lou Korak asked um, Doug Armstrong about Prunovich and if he's close to moving up to the St. Louis Blues or if it's best to let him keep playing and putting up numbers in the AHL uh, with the Thunderbirds. Now, uh, and also, he had another point tonight. So that gives him 17 points in 10 games, two goals, 15 assists. Um, every He has a point in every game he's played in. And uh, Logan Brown had two assists tonight as well, giving him eight points, four goals, four assists in 11 games. So that's an update on the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds.
0: Uh, uh, but- and I'll add, I'll add on that uh, real quick, just um, a friend of the show, Steve Forney, a guy we had on who uh, hmm. discussed the – Um, when the Thunderbirds first became the Blues AHL affiliate, uh, he came on and and was awesome and talked to us about, um, you know, Thunderbirds, the culture and all that. But uh, he says, in my opinion, keep him down here. He's got a confidence and a swagger that he'll need to ride, then get knocked down a peg, uh, then recover from adversity. That's what the A is for. And by the A, he means the AHL. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you want to see him, you know, Build that confidence and then come up into the NHL and, and feel like a stud because he is going to get knocked down a peg. It's, oh, yeah, dude, you can't just skate through the neutral zone every fucking time you have the puck. You want to see him be able to bounce back from that quicker, and the more time he gets in the AHL, that's that's what you're going to see over time.
1: Uh, Armstrong. So,
0: sorry, continue.
1: Uh, when Cora when asked Armstrong about Prunovich, uh, Armstrong said – Uh, I think he's getting certainly closer to getting up here. His point totals are off the charts, obviously, in the American League for rookie defensemen. But again, he's playing lots of minutes. He's touching every aspect of the team down there. I don't think he's going to, certainly not hurting his development by playing lots of minutes and playing games right now. He hasn't played a lot of hockey over the last couple of years. But if he continues like this, at some point, you just have to tip your hat and give him the opportunity it's not going to be for a little while, but it's not something that we're saying. Okay, we'll see where he is a year from now. So I think, I mean, I get if he keeps playing the way he's playing, Armstrong says they'll eventually have to have to bring him up. Uh, but it is what it is. Cap cap issues caused him to stay down. I think I I would imagine he'd been brought up. Hey, he would have had to been brought up.
2: Oh, you're in the, the family. Uh, Sorry,
0: she's on camera. Sorry, yeah, she's on camera now.
2: let do that hockey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody mentioned in the YouTube chat that uh they wine like they're there? wine drunk. Yeah they're, yeah, they're not wine drunk. They're well, beer drunk. Yeah, huh. but yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Kurt, go ahead and you, share you, your this, thoughts this, on Prunovich. This,
1: this, this reminds me of like if my my ten year old were to come in to and say thoughts. and just make all kinds of goofy faces on camera just to see himself on camera.
0: Know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically that's it. yep Hilarious. Now go ahead and so, continue with Prunovich.
1: No, that's and that's the gist of it. Uh, I, I would say the Blues could shed salary and bring him up if they wanted to, but I totally get not wanting to shed salary, lose a player, uh, just for the sole purpose of bringing Prunimich up for three or four games or however long it is until Crew comes back uh, or Mikula is available. So as much as he's dominating the NHL, the predominant thought is still to let him get more time in the NHL for more seasoning. So um, I'm cool with that. and And we're winning still. Even though I have issues with the way the team's playing right now, but it's not an issue right now, but it might be soon. <laughs> rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. I can't hear you, Jeff. You're 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 muted.
0: I know I I'm you. supposed to be muted.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> right. Oh, that's good call. Yep. Uh, rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. Uh, last, and this is the uh, uh, Lombard. Uh, and anti-Ranta uh, incident. Last Saturday, Ryan Lumberg ejected after hammering anti-Ranta in, uh, in the race for the puck. Lumber for Florida collided with Carolina goalie anti-Ranta, and Ranta was given a major penalty and a game misconduct, and that was upheld upon review. So I, I don't know how many of you have seen this video, but I hate this call. And I, I, I mean, I don't know how you feel about Jeff. I don't think we talked about this yet, but uh, Ranta comes I'm out with towards Lumberg. He comes out towards Lumberg. Lumberg's coming into the zone. Both are going for the puck. Both reach out for the puck. Both seem to get the puck about the same time, and Lumberg tries to stop and jump out of the way, kind of of Ranta. Ranta, but he collides with Ranta and and took a shoulder to the head, and Ranta had to leave the game. Don't know what the league experts uh, expects Lumberg to do here honestly, because he has nowhere to go. He's, he's going for the puck and Ranta makes a beeline for Lumberg. And I can't believe it was a major penalty. I mean, I understand if they thought Lumberg hit him on purpose, I get that completely because goalies aren't fair game. You can't take runs at goalies. This wasn't a run at a goalie. This was going for loose puck. And, and there, I don't know. I, I know what the rule says, but this is not in the spirit of the rule. This is not the way it's supposed to go. I don't know. Ranta puts himself in this position way out of the crease. I mean, comes out, not in the corner, not on the boards. He comes out to play it and, and Lumberg might've even got there first and it's, and then (laughs) Ranta may have, may have been dead, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, he couldn't finish the game. He He had to be taken off, but it's the definition of a, of a hockey play. That has an unfortunate result. Yeah. Some, it's a hockey a rough sport. Sometimes guys get hurt on clean plays and this, there was nothing malicious. You or know, you know about what this, this. Y-
0: you say that, you know, what reminds me of that was, I don't know if you remember, uh, God, it was probably 10 years ago now when, uh, uh, Roman Polak had injured, um, Marian Hossa. They were going in for a, a puck battle in front of the goal. I think it was Yaroslav Halak in net, And, it was just an unfortunate. They both collided. And the way that Hoso went down, he crashed into the boards. I think it was his knee. And people were saying, oh, that's a dirty hit by Polak. Polak didn't even know he was there. It was just a hockey play. And yeah. people were calling for a five minute major. And uh, uh, people were, were calling for suspensions. And it was just, no, it's a hockey play. Unfortunately, that's what happens. People just get hurt when they're going for pucks, when they're going for the play. And, and that's what happened here um i i like make... I like ranta's um um aggressiveness, aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah, coming for this puck i I prefer that in a goalie, but when you do that, there's a good chance you're gonna get nailed, and that's exactly what happened and i and I even said this that that I'm okay just because of the way the game is called now. I'm okay with a two-minute charging penalty, sure. Okay. Like, I I don't like it in sense of he's going for a loose puck. But because of the way the game's played, sure, give him a two-minute charging penalty. But give him a five-minute major, which, by the way, is reviewable now. They review Mm -hmm. those calls now and say, well, let's make sure. Was this a five-minute major? And they still went with it. Come on. How do you not see that play as an official and say that's coincidental contact that happens with a defenseman and a forward, two defensemen, two forwards. It just happened to be a goalie. So they made it a five minute major.
1: The thing too, is that, uh, the player, the skater has to make an attempt to get out of the way. That's to, to, to otherwise it'd be a goalie interference. Otherwise, um, and you could argue, easily argue he tried to stop, and but he just couldn't stop in time because Ranta came out. And I'm sure, you know, I, I've had this situation where you're bearing down on the puck, you're focused on the puck, and all of a sudden, out of the it comes out of the, out of your into your field of view the goalie at the last second, and you're like, oh shit! And you you poke the puck, and you try and stop, and you crash into him. I don't. I, I fail to see how that's how that's uh, Lomberg's fault. That someone needs to make a gif. Yeah, you know, with, with Lumberg and Ranta and after the collision saying Lumberg fucked him.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. I did see, um, a couple people post like the, the Lumberg from office space. Office yeah. space. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, what did he say? Like, uh, that's, you know, I'm gonna need you to work over the weekend or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. I get it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just—I mean, I, this call just doesn't make any sense to me. This is—this does not have the common sense to not come into play here, which mm-hmm. is was weird.
0: Not at all. Also,
1: we discussed this game last week as one to look for. Remember this? The oh yeah, Florida we did. Game because Carolina was claiming to be the best team in the NHL, right? And they were—they didn't have the most points. So, like, okay, well, who they played? Who they played so far? They haven't played a lot of tough teams yet. And then, but oh, Florida's on the roster. Florida's on the on the schedule. So that would be a game to watch. And there it was, and Florida whooped them. <laughs>
0: yeah, they did. They did. Five to two. So. Well, and then uh, they had a game against um, the Lightning right after that, too. And that game went to overtime. Yes. And Carolina ended up winning. But, I they mean, did game, the yeah. Lightning looked fucking good in that game. It wasn't for Anderson. I think they win that game. No. So, now, and now that it against Carolina. It's just no, you make I, that I, claim, you're the greatest team in the NHL. No, you're not. <laughs> you,
1: you you weren't even, yeah, I mean, you, you weren't even first in your conference.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. boys
1: I mean, come on. That's, that's a weird greatest even team. first uh, in
0: your division because they're in the, the same division.
1: <laughs> no, Florida and Carolina are not. Carolina's oh, they're not? Metro. Carolina oh. Carolina's in Metro.
0: Oh, was that last year they were in the same division? Mm, I don't know. Use that am I just completely or? making that up?
1: <laughs> Let me see. Let's go back a year last year last year yes last year same division
0: okay there you go that's what it was that's what i meant last year they were in the same division
1: sure sure sure. uh blue three five three one is that a blue three five three one is that a new youtube listener might be how different does our blue line presence in the ozone look without crew definitely seemed like a massive difference isn't it funny i agree uh, isn't it 100%. funny that uh, that last year, all the crap that Crew got, and rightfully so, he wasn't very good last year, uh, wasn't as good as he should have been, uh, how noticeable it is that he's not out there now?
0: Yeah, it like,
1: is. How, how good he is? Yeah. So it's like, and I think he was one of the guys coming to the season that guys to watch, right, because of the season last year. Like, is he, is he going to be whipping boy? Is he going to, how's he going to, it's a big season for Krug because he signed that big contract. You got to play well, and uh, he's having a good year. So, yeah, I agree with you. Blues three five three one. Uh, It is noticeably different without him. Yes, it is. And I've not, I've I've not seen it. Uh, Brian Roberts says, uh, "I don't know if you've seen this, Jeff. Have you guys seen the anti-Russian BS with Costin complaining he doesn't, he, he doesn't hit enough and does nothing on the ice if he can't make hits?" I guess just saying. I have not seen that. You know, it's weird too. Is that back in the day? russians and europeans were always blamed as not hitting enough and soft players right you hit them and they'll fold that was back in the 90s when that happened people were always talking about that now it's now you got players like ovechkin and tarasenko to some degree not afraid to hit people um, yeah and cost it so interesting maybe the 90s were full of shit hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah Good. That's, That's a good prob- possibility. <laughs> Just, a lot of the, uh, oh yeah, those lazy, lazy Europeans, uh, weak Europe, soft Europeans, they can't take a hit. Maybe for some of them, but yeah. I'm sure most, most of them will play. Anything else going on in the Facebook chat before we close it out?
0: Ah, uh, Bob Burkowski agrees with us on the Lomberg hit, says that call was crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yep. And uh, I guess in terms of. Um, comment of the show he says i bow to kurt's experience so <laughs> no i will
1: i am not eligible to win this prize so there's no prize <laughs> <laughs> the award the prize is the label yes <laughs> the that's the prize
0: no but other than that that's it i think we're ready to close up um god i miss right. bill
1: yeah yeah i know he's like the, he's like the glue he's the buffer mm-hmm. between us yes he is uh i almost have fluffer uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio <laughs> is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com. and get ten percent off by texting Dustin at six three six three nine three eight seven four five and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio Central Jeff and that that special going on twenty dollars off the uh, package you mentioned, right?
0: yep Which yep was, let me uh let me, let me that pull too. that back up again hang on um actually you know what i can even throw it back up on the screen if you want let's That's true. do that um we'll do that real quick folks hope you're enjoying the show okay. just we'll, uh we'll just
1: we'll just charge him extra for his extra time here
0: yeah <laughs> right yep yep expect that dustin okay Morris
1: said that don cherry used to make that claim against europeans
0: yes he did a lot so the, for the DNA this week, our DNA kit is twenty percent off. You still get a hundred dollar uh, coupon towards nutrition, and you get a free bag of strawberry slim or a bag of new energy uh, pina colada, and it's a Black Friday deal, which they're already celebrating now. So again, that's twenty dollars off ID Life DNA.
1: Those Black Friday Black Friday deals get earlier and earlier every year. They do. Uh, and uh, support is also brought to you by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's hockey-themed brewery. Visit CenterIceBrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup, or to make a reservation in their tap room located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown, St. Louis. It's one of the best places to watch a Blues game. That's CenterIceBrewery.com. Please drink responsibly. That'll wrap up episode nine of season ten of the original St. Louis Blues hockey podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. For Jeff Ponder and the Missing in Action Bill Day, I am Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues.
0: Let's
2: go Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport Sport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well.
0: Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers.
2: I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well,
1: there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St.
0: Louis Blues,
2: St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. Blues are on the ice tonight again They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win They'll always get one more No matter what the score They are quite a hockey team, my friend.